Or a lollipop, little boy. Who sounds like a moron. It's time. Every time he speaks. It's the way God wants it to be. Wants to take a city and cover it in sweets. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can? Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. It sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. He compares the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Ray Nagin can. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the chocolate. day. Chocolate, chocolate in some coffee and you'll off Juan Valdez, Ray Nagin Ray Nagin can. You know I can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. No other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. This is what be so chocolate. And there's the candy man for you. It's a 1002 at 560 WQAN. Let's go to New Orleans Not. It was a toilet before Katrina, and now it's a real toilet. And because he did such a pathetic, embarrassing job and let all those people go to the convention center, the uh, uh, stadium, and uh, he, because he did such a stupendous job, him and Brownie Brown, they ought to both have been tarred and feathered and run out of town. Brownie hey, we Brown. got some tar for him. Yeah, that's right. We got the tars. You bring the feathers. We got the tar, baby. But anyway, I mean, why, why start with that again? You know, I mean, nobody I cares because there's all the dark folks in New Orleans. And America doesn't care about dark folks or black folks, brown folks, uh, po' folks. Let's go to po' folks. I'll get the red soup and you get the white soup. Okay. Are they still in business, Poe folks? I haven't seen them for a long time. Well, boy, maybe that's maybe that's I'll get around to be an optimist. Huh? Things are looking up, man. Here's the poll from yesterday. Oh, and the best news of all, just even though I lost my answer woodbine yesterday, no good machines, man. Oh, Ooh. brother. Woo! Not good. But anyway, uh, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah, the good news. Oh! Really good news. One thirty. Yeah. Hurricanes warm up at 1.30 because we got to get a half hour. And I see there's a lot of spots in that half hour, so that's all I care about. As long as we get a lot of spots in there, we can get that hurricane pregame show in. Who the hell wants to hear Neil Rogers till 2 o'clock? And we sure don't want to be here till 2 o'clock, do we? No. No, no way, Jose. Jorge. So hurricane warm up at 1.30. Canes in Maryland at 2 at the ACC tourney in Tampa. Oh, I bet your clearance is over there right now. Hyperventilating. Pop, 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 like that. With Joe Zagacki, and of course, everybody knows. Joe Zagacki sucks. But anyway, then we got, to, after the ball game, the power hour with Hank all by himself. Because, again, Mad Dog ain't coming in for, uh, you know, for uh, half an hour. A high-paid guy like him, big shot ex-jock, uh, showered naked with the boys, he's sure not coming in for a half hour by himself. So the power hour with Hank after the ball game, and then the Hank till 6.30. See, if we had a program director and had any brains, he wouldn't call it the power hour, because if there's only one person there, it's uh, it just, he's an idiot. But then again, he's at the basketball game. Then you got your Panthers preview at 6.30. The Panthers at the pathetic Philadelphia Flyers at 7 o'clock tonight. That's a game the Panthers ought to be able to win. In fact, blindfolded without their skates on. The Flyers suck. I mean, I hate to put it in such grotesque terms, but the Flyers blow. Here's the poll from yesterday's uh, show. 
Well, that's right. Yesterday we worked a whole four hours. I don't like that. And tomorrow, of course, the good news is the ratings, the uh, trends, uh, it's uh, November, December, and January. Even though it's already the March the 9th tomorrow, but it's because those first two weeks of January, there's no ratings. Right. And so when you get to these early in the year trends, they're like pushed back. So it's uh, whatever it is. Anybody care about those? No. I'm sure, I'm sure the morning show is going to be watching that very carefully. They're going to have their eye out. Like, you know, Columbo and Sammy Davis, they're going to keep mm-hmm. an eye on it. Since Neil always offers us good advice, if I, if I was going to offer Neil one piece of advice, it would be 1,353 votes, and Neil doesn't need advice. He knows it all, 436. Almost a third of the audience think that I know it all. Only if I, if, if only, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't ever retire, 222. Well, I'm not going to retire. I'm going to keep working until I croak. But Norma Kent doesn't know that, and Joe Bell doesn't know that, and the, the Beasleys don't know that. But that's what I've been telling people. I'm staying here. You know something? Even if they don't put the show on, I'm going to keep coming in here and doing a show every day, even if I'm just talking to myself. And some days I feel like I am anyway. What? Make the move to Satellite 215. Okay, I'm moving right now. I'm on a chair. I'm rolling a little bit. I'm making the move, okay? I'm making a move in my chair. Oh, look at that. Stay the hell off MySpace 161. There are two chances of that happening, much less than none and zero, in minus infinity. I enjoy MySpace. I got some wonderful friends on there, and uh, you know. Oh, then I had one guy with a. He's, I look at the. You know, when people ask to be added, we have twelve hundred and fifty-five, fifty-six, twelve fifty-six friends. And when they ask to be added, I always the one thing I do is I look at the profile. If it's some like thirteen-year-old kid, I delete it immediately. If it's anybody underage, and then there's this one guy. I forget what was his name, Billy Bob or some crap, and he's got a, a swastika on there. You know, on his a profile page. <laughs> Well, gee, how come you haven't added me, Uncle Leo? Because you're a Nazi bastard. We already got Nazi bastards running the country. We don't need any Nazi bastards on our MySpace page. You Nazi bastardo, you. Stay off MySpace 161, no chance. Stay off the ice cream, 80. I've been doing that very well. And by the way, 182 today, I backslided, I backslid a pound. Not because I ate anything. You backslid? Just, I backslid. Well, it's the water thing, you know, the water balance. Right. When it's that time of the month, you know, I retain water I like see. a lady. Well, I'll get there, believe you me. Trust me when I tell you. I will get there. I'll be there. In fact, uh, next time I come down there, I'll be like in a one low, uh, maybe 170-ish. I'm going to be so slim, it'll, I'll be uh, just disgusting. Well, regardless, I'll be disgusting. Uh, move back to Miami, 59. There is no chance. There isn't a chance in hell. If somebody gave me a certified check for a million dollars and said, okay, you already got a house here in Plantation, just move back. I would say, uh-uh, no thank you. Hasta que Vitas, and goodbye. Retire now, 54. Retire! No. Go straight, 51. Oh, yeah. I hate this poll, 47, only 3.4%, and stop gambling. Uh, I, w- I should have heated that. That's way down there in the bottom. If more of you would have voted for that, you could have saved me a lot of money yesterday. And believe me, it breaks my heart, because that money could have gone towards something a lot more constructive, toward many things more constructive, anything. But it's just uh, Woodbine. You're a bunch of thieves over there, you lunatics, you maniacs. Of course, nobody drugged me out there, you know. Nobody dragged me. 28 votes for stop gambling out of 1353. So that's yesterday's. Wait till you hear Doug Thompson's commentary today from Capitol Hill Blue. You know what the uh, headline is? I give up. Burn in hell, Mr. President. All oh. right. Yeah, not, not that he, you know, is angry or, you know. You know, Doug Thompson, he minces his words. There are a lot of people who mince. Like Freaky Carlos out there at the front desk. 827 votes on today's poll. Chris, you can relax, even though we get out of here early at 1.30. Oh, look at this. They made Rob Hanrahan the uh, anchor now on CNN. Troops to Iraq to serve as military police. Because there's a lot of uh, ladies out there and a lot of queens, you know, who are just all obsessed with Rob. He looked pretty good there today. Probably got a lot of makeup on. 
but they made him into an anchor. I mean, why waste his talents on the front of the weather map when he can be sitting there like uh, staring right in the screen? <laughs> oh, Rob, you know, like that. He's he's all right. Eight hundred and twenty. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if the guy with the eyes gave up his David Cassidy blow-up doll. Now that Rob Hammerhand's anchoring on CNN. 827 votes on the poll. What do you miss most about your youth? Now, have we added this one? No, we haven't. Ron says, my stamina. And he says, not just for sex. I can't stay awake past 10 o'clock anymore, says Ron. Yeah, as you get older, you don't, you're not one of those people that stays up till the wee hours of the morning. I just I can't handle that. Not good. Although, as far as stamina for sex, I'm not really sure I know what that means, you know. Maybe he needs some of that, uh, you know, medication we advertise all the time. Some of the medication that we have 80 million sponsors right. for, the ones that I keep getting all this uh, spam. Oh, brother, if I don't get at least 4,000 spam emails for that stuff every day. ED problems. Yeah, I got your ED. ED Adams. ED Gorm. Do you know, I'm trying to think of who it was that once said that. called ED Gourmet. ED Gorm. <laughs> but anyway, what do you miss most about your youth? We... We have 838 votes. Isn't it amazing how with all these stupid things stay in your mind? All you punks out there, all you young people, when you get to be an old fossil like me, you remember all this stupid crap and you'd wish that you'd get out of your mind. You know, clear. You wish you'd clear your memory so that you knew you know, where your address was and where you left the keys and where your car got parked, stuff like that. Although you don't have to worry in Florida where your car is parked because you get one of them flower antennas. Ma had one of those. Yeah, but We're what if everybody else has one too? Huh? What if everybody else has the same flower? Yeah, but it's not the same one. You get your own unique flower. Uh, Then you know where you parked the car. I want a hibiscus. Miss most about your youth sex with young people my own age, 170. What's wrong with sex people uh, not my own age? I'm wondering about that. Mm. Uh, Being irresponsible had no real consequences, 142. Boy, I sure wish I could turn the clock back, man, and be irresponsible. My body, 125. Yeah, my body when I was younger wasn't, yeah, it was okay. And certainly a lot better than this. And now that I'm losing this weight, you know how when you get old you don't exercise? Even when, even if you do exercise, you get all this flab. It's, it's just flab now. It's just hanging there. Right. I need it chopped off. Real music, 77. Oh, yeah, I remember those days. Real music, not this swill, this garbage, this crapola. Oh, we had payola, now we got crapola. Look what Pop had. Pop had Jenko, look what we got. Well, not more Godfather. Poor Fredo. Can't keep that bitch under control. Oh, you can belt your mama. Anyway, real music is 78. My hair is 62. Being single, 56. America and Americans were mostly like the broad, 48, all over the world. Oh, they loved Americans once upon a time. Before uh, W, BW. Being ignorant, as in ignorance is bliss, 37. I hate this poll, 35, 4%. That ain't too bad. Real radio, I voted for that, 26. Remember when radio was radio. When men were men and women were women and uh, radio was radio. Uh, see, I just played that clip and right away Brandon's got an email on here immediately. You know, you are such a godfather groupie, Brandon. I mean, you're going to get a spanking pretty soon. Segregation, 24. Being in school and actually learning something, 23. I don't remember that. I remember being in school but not learning anything. The Cold War, at least we knew who the enemy was, 11. That's right. In Vietnam, we didn't have any idea who the enemy was, and now, forget about it. You got the Sunnis and the Kurds and the Shias and, the, and all this other crap. The insurgents, the Taliban. Real newspaper, 7. I remember when I, And my stamina, too, 857. Just went on there, it's already got a pair. Maybe that's what Ray needs, a new pair. Oh, look at this. Man burns genitals in jackass stuff. Oh, there's a whole bunch of good stuff here. Yeah, there is. 
Idahoans call capital and Jesus answers. Oh, there's all kinds of great stuff on here, man. They should kill some reading. I mean, it'll be really entertaining. Thank you, baby. Enter the 560 QAMC Cruise Contest and join the Sport Hole Thalers. You'll be far away from women on this cruise. It's an all-inclusive sports fanatic cruise. Exclusively for men who talk about men. To be around nothing but men aboard the Dragstar Eyeliner. Yo-ho-ho-ho! This is W2A. I'm General Manager Joe Yo-ho-ho Bell. <laughs> you know, there's nothing quite like a manly sport hole cruise. Yeah, especially if you want to hide from women. <laughs> well, they don't serve seafood at this all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> Only sausage. <laughs> you know, standing here and inhaling the sea air and enjoying myself, I'm reminded of the bills and invoices piled on top of my desk. <laughs> and I'm not paying for any of this cruise. <laughs> and they damn well better deliver it. Your Jack Daniels, sir. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> huh? oh, oh, here you go, young feller. <laughs> Sir, you have handed me a shriveled weed. That's no regular weed. That's a dollar weed. <laughs> the 560 QAMC Cruise. Enter today to inhale that ocean spray. Ships Registry, Isles of Langerhand. Access from the Neil Rogers homepage to our Sport Hole Radio website will be voided by Joyce Law. You might be an ignorant sportsman <laughs> and can get offended. <laughs> Joyce Law. I love it. What a bitch. Anyway, it's 1018 at 560 WQM. we got 880 already on that pool. 880. Boy, we'll be over 900 easy before the end of this hour. And that 1,000 is like slugging into third base, as Dizzy Dean would say, if he were alive today. And thank the Lord he ain't. Okay, somebody faxed in a whole bunch. Where do these come from? These are good stories. The magical fax machine, and there's more. And yesterday we really had, I hate to say it, but we had some pretty good calls yesterday. Yeah, we did. Be damned. Some some new crazy people. That means we're not going to get any today. I don't care. Oh, you'll see. There'll be a call. There'll be a call. Oh, yeah. I mean, good ones. Yay! Okay, Wisconsin attempts to uh, do a movie stunt landed one man in the hospital with burned genitals and another facing criminal charges. Oh, brother. Man, hot stuff, huh? The men were trying to do a stunt from one of the jackass movies in which a character lights his genitals on fire. I mean, how dumb do you have to be to be doing that, huh? It's one thing to get hot. That ain't the way to do it. Medium dumb. Jared W. Anderson, 20, suffered serious burns to his hands and genitals, according to the criminal complaint. Randall D. Peterson, 43, who sprayed, light, sprayed lighter fluid on Anderson, lit him on fire. He, when he got through, he was was charged with felony battery and first-degree reckless endangerment in Eau Claire County Court on Tuesday. Witnesses told police that Anderson, who was drunk, <laughs> that explains it, volunteered to do the stunt Sunday after watching the movie, the complaint said. Jackass. According to the complaint, Anderson pulled down his pantaloonies and let Peter Peterson spray him with lighter fluid. When the fire didn't catch, when the fire didn't catch, Peterson sprayed more lighter fluid on Anderson, splashing some on his clothing. He tried again to light the fire, catching Anderson's genitals, hands, and clothing. Anderson ran into the bathroom, jumped into the tub, and put the flames out. Uh, you see, he was. Flaming. Other. What's that? Fire. Oh. Other guests took him to a Luther Hospital. Eventually, he was treated at Regions Hospital Burn Unit in St. Paul, Minnesota, for secondary burns. It burns! I'm sure that's what he was saying. Anderson told police who were called to the hospital he didn't want anybody to get in trouble because of the stunt. Peterson was freed on a $2,000 signature body as a hearing scheduled April 16. If convicted, he faces up to 10 years in prison. I don't see why. He was just trying to do his buddy a favor. Well, there's all kinds of stuff. Look at that. What's clear is that Bill O'Reilly won't be speaking in Naples tomorrow night. What's not clear is why, says the Naples Daily News. 
Maybe Joy sent this to us from over there on the West Coast. That story about uh, Idahoans call capital and Jesus answers. I can't wait to get to that. But this is uh, mildly interesting. Mm -hmm. As of six weeks ago, O'Reilly was scheduled to be the keynote speaker at a fundraiser for the Collier County chapter of the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Well, we already know why. Because he made those stupid comments about how that one kid was having a good time and he enjoyed being kidnapped and he was having a great time about all that other crap. Oh, that's what it says here. Then he made his infamous remarks regarding 15-year-old kidnapped victim Sean Hornbeck. On January 17, the nationally syndicated radio and TV host, who has no numbers in this market, by the way, he doesn't even, he doesn't even register a point anything on a Richter scale. It's like a oh, point. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, That's uh, the great billow. He suggested Hornbeck may have been complicit in his own captivity, enjoying the time off from school and in front of video game, and probably enjoying all that forced sex, too, no doubt. That started a wave of protest against both O'Reilly for his lack of compassion for the young victim and the, uh, and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children for hosting him. Soon thereafter, O'Reilly was out as the speaker replaced by John Walsh. Well, thank God. What a good swap that was. Was O'Reilly uninvited by the center? Did he think better of his appearance? Was it something else, asked the Naples Daily News? And Brett Batten writes this. I wonder if he's kind of Ross Batten or Cotton Batten. Didn't you ever hear that expression, Cotton Batten? Yeah. Oh. I thought maybe my mother just made it up. But on the eve of the dinner, ones that... See, don't start with my mother again. On the eve of the dinner, ones that the principals haven't seen fit to answer directly. On February 14, I mailed uh, Fox News producer Ron Mitchell, says Brent, who works with O'Reilly, asking him for a few words of explanation as to why O'Reilly was no longer on the March 9 program. He responded promptly, directed me to Fox News spokeswoman Irina Brigante. I called Brigante, who referred me to Ernie Allen, the president of NCMEC. That's the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Alan Briganti said had a letter on the subject would read it to me. Alan did not return repeated messages left in his orifice. The only so-called letter I could find was a short posting on the NCMEC website stating, In response to the numerous emails and inquiries we've received, we're providing the following update regarding the Collier County Florida Branch Fundraising Dinner. Bill O'Reilly will not be a speaker at the dinner. Kathleen Curatolo, director of the Collier County chapter of the NCMEC, did not return my call. She said O'Reilly's camp contacted the organization and begged off, claiming a scheduling conflict. Right. Maybe so. But why would O'Reilly's spokeswoman refer inquiries to the NCMEC if the decision was a schedule conflict on O'Reilly's end? And if it was, why wouldn't the NCMEC include that tidbit in its notice of change of speakers? O'Reilly is a stickler for details. He regularly points out the media shortcomings, especially when they report on his ass. For example, Mitchell contacted me on January 30th. About 30, man. After I ribbed O'Reilly for calling the Naples Daily News a paper with his conservative and editorial pages, you'll find a left-wing cabal. Had I actually heard the comment? Mitchell wanted to know. Had I taken O'Reilly's remarks out of context? I said, a reader reported those statements to me, but I paid five bucks to become a member of BillOReilly.com so I could listen to the archive version for myself. Five bucks to become a member of that crap? Wow, I'll take it. I told him if he could come up with some other context for the statement, the Naples paper, you mean? That's a left-wing cabal down there. You know how it is. I'd be happy to consider it. He said he'd go back and listen to the tape. I didn't hear back from him until two weeks later when I sought an explanation for the change in speakers. Bottom line, on-air O'Reilly presides over what he calls the no-spin zone. When it comes to his canceled appearance in Naples, there's enough spinning going on to weave a rug, Mo. Not that kind of rug. Oh, there's Rob Hanner again. And uh, whatever. He was on Channel 4. Brandon tells me he was on Channel 4 and they booted his ass off the air. He's been on CNN a long time. He looks pretty good to me. Hey, Rob. Oh, man. Looks good. They got a lot of makeup on, I'm sure. And he's been the weather guy on CNN for quite a while, and everybody got all the rumors. Oh, Rob is gay. Rob is straight. Rob uh, is uh, hanging out with squirrels because he likes, uh, you know, nuts or whatever. Who cares what he is? Does, does it really make any difference what anybody else is doing? Unless you're in on it, what difference does it make? Right. 
Unless you get to watch. Well, unless you're a Christian, you want to judge them. Oh, that's right. And then, of course, then you got to get on. Or watch, or both. 894 votes on the poll were very, by the bottom of the hour, we got 900 licked. Boise, Idaho. Most people who call the Legislative Information Center at the state capitol are looking for the district's lawmakers, not advice on the afterlife. But that's what they get if they dial the number for the center listed in the 2007 Legislative Directory, the helpful 78-page book that includes information on all 105 lawmakers in the Idaho House and Senate support staff, legislative procedures, and the wrong number for the center. In a roughly 30-second message, About 30, man. callers here after dialing the bum number, a bubbly woman's voice begins, Hi there, if today were the last day of your life, would you be ready to meet God? If today were the last day of your life, would you be ready to meet... Oh, God! She goes on to ask callers to consider what Jesus Christ has done on their behalf so that when your last day comes, you'll be ready. A reverse directory shows the number, which differs from the correct one by digit, belongs to someone named D. Schertz. S-H-U-R-T-Z. D. Schertz really hurts. Maybe he's got the squirts. Messages left after an answering machine kicked in. We're not immediately returned. Well, 900 votes even on the pool, man. I'm going to tell you, this is going to be a banner day, and we get out of here at 1.30, and we're really bummed out about it. Bring God bless America and pasties and a G-string up here. I'll do it. All right. Americans, it's Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. A wealthy couple had planned to go out for the evening. The woman of the house decided to give their butler Jeeves the rest of the night off. She said... They would be home very late and that he should just enjoy his evening. As it turned out, however, the wife was not having a good time at the party, so she came home early alone. Her husband had to stay behind as several of his important clients were attending. As the woman walked into her house, she saw Jeeves sitting by himself in the dining room. She called for him to follow her and led him into the master bedroom. She looked at him and smiled. Jeeves, she said, take off my dress. He did so. Carefully. Jeeves, she continued, take off my stockings and garter. Jeeves obeyed. Jeeves, she said, remove my bra and panties. And he did this. The tension continued to mount. She then said, Jeeves, if I ever catch you wearing my clothes again, you're fired. Paul Harvey. Good day. Good day. 1031 at 560. That's kind of cute. You know, not like slap your ass and fall down on the ground laughing, but whatever. You don't think? It was cute. It was cute. How are we doing on that poll, by the way? Let's see. 9.10. Not too bad. 9.10. Too bad it's not like 1.20 in the afternoon. That would be like 10 minutes away from... Ooh. And you may be right. We may not get any calls today because we got a short show, only three and a half hours. See, I just punched that up just to make sure it was working. Now, what are you telling me about? We're getting... Oh, excuse me. Getting a new internet uh, the, in the, uh, the building? building. Well, good. It's about time. When's that going to happen? When they fix line one? Yeah. 17 weeks from a circus? Don't 45 weeks from Tishabov. Charles Benny Neal, candidate for Rockingham County Circuit Court Clerk in Harrisonburg, Virginia, wants voters to know the naked truth about his past. 28 years ago, he posed in the buff for Playgirl magazine. What kind of guys read Playgirl magazine? Gay. I'm not going to run from this, Neal said. I'm going to run with it. Neal, 49. Oh, God! Figured his past would be exposed anyway after his own Internet search turned up a reference to his failed attempt to parlay the modeling job into a music career. So why not come forward from the start? Good call, said James Madison University political science professor Bob Roberts, who predicted some voters will give Neil credit for confronting the issue head-on. His advice to Neil, take a humorous approach. Neil, a self-employed businessman and one of eight candidates for the clerk's job, said that's his plan. If I can get them to smile about it, I might get their vote, he said. Eh. When John Cornwell graduated from Duke University last year, he landed a job at... Oh, there it is. There's our call. QAM, hello. 
Yes. I'm sorry, I have the wrong number. Okay. When John Cornwell graduated from Duke University <laughs> last year, he... What? It's the wrong number for crying out loud. You know, he's just being a wise guy, okay? He saw the SCTV thing a hundred years ago. I got the wrong number. Okay. What's he trying to say is he's trying to say two things. One, he's got no material, and two... I have no line. We know both. I think you're... I think... I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because we scared him away with that UN basketball. I know that's going to drive the audience like... Uh, into hysterics, they're going to be shrieking and running up and down the highways, yelling and carrying on like three hours early, though. If we, in fact, if we made it ten thirty instead of one thirty, that would really Ooh. improve that whole deal. Five six seven oh five sixty. I mean, I got all kinds of stuff here, but we might want to take a call or two just to be on the safe side. And pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Yeah, Rob Hanrahan looks pretty good there on CNN. I think they got a lot heavy, heavy duty pancake makeup there. They're photographing him from like under his chin, you know, looking straight up mm -hmm. in the air. All sorts of little. Uh, Little tricks, tricks of the trade, as they say. Oh, there we go. There's a little smattering, you know. WDQAM, hello. Is Lolita there? WDQAM, hello. What is it? This is WQAM. That's what I just said. We're 560 on your AM scratchy dial, yes. What do you got? This is it. Am I on right now? Sounds exactly like you or your identical Siamese twin. This is Peepers. Yeah, and? <laughs> Neo, I just yeah. say you're the rock. WQAM, hello. QAM? Is this QAM? <laughs> no, it's 560 is what it is. What a bunch of bozos. Can I talk to 560? Okay, here's 560. Talk to him, schmuck. Jesus, God, you people, some of you people are so stupid that you make a box of rocks look like a bunch of pseudo-intellectuals. I mean, what the hell are we talking about? Hear the sound of the South Florida, folks. All you uh, potential touristers out there who want to take your hard-earned money and to visit South Florida for a nice vacation. Bask in the sunshine. we got beautiful sunshine here, for Christ's sakes, today. I'm sitting here. The sun is shining, man. It's just a beautiful day from the inside looking out. And let me take a puke of that temperature. It's only minus 7. And this is the last day for the minus stuff. It's going to reach minus 4 today, which is like about, what, 26? And tomorrow it's going to be plus 1. And Saturday, plus 5. And Sunday, sunny. And 6, plus like in the 40s again. All right. All right. Woo! When in doubt, thaw right out. Oh, see, now, now all of a sudden they want to call. Now they want to play, you know. Mm -hmm. Can the callers come out and play? You know, like that. What's this, the rest of this stuff? Oh, and look at this, Charlie B. Thank you, Charlie B. Look at all the polls coming in here. Oh, yeah. Wow, Charlie B., what a, a maniac. Almost a lunatic. That would have been insulting. What? Like I said, what a lunatic. Thanks, Charlie. Are there more? How many, how many did he send? Like 100? 100. Good. That should take us all halfway through the year. When John Cornwell graduated from Duke last year, he landed a job as a software engineer in Atlanta but soon found himself longing for his college lifestyle. So the engineering graduate built himself a reminder of life on campus, a refrigerator that can toss a can of beer to his couch with a click of a remote control. Let me read that again. A refrigerator that can toss a can of beer to his couch with a click of a remote control. In other words, lazy bastard. Somebody I can see it right after I got out, said Cornwell, a May 2006 graduate from Huntington, New York. I miss the college scene. It embodies the college spirit that I didn't want to let go of. Oh, yeah, that's like me with all them big half gallons of Meisterbrow. Oh, that's all I think. I, that's about the only thing I can remember from college is drinking lots of Meisterbrow. Just think how much fatter you'd be if you didn't have to get up off the couch to get that Meisterbrow. It took the 22-year-old Cornwell about 100... We didn't have any couch in my room. It took the 22-year-old Cornwell about 150 hours and 400 bucks in parts to modify a mini-fridge, common to many college dorm rooms, into the beer-tossing contraption, which can launch 10 cans of beer from its magazine before needing a reload. You punch the button and... 
The Popson. When in doubt, pops them out. With a click of the remote fashioned from a car, a keys, a car's keyless entry device, a small elevator inside the refrigerator lifts a beer can through a hole and loads it into the fridge's catapult arm. A second click fires the device, tossing the beer up to 20 feet, far enough to get to the couch, he said. Is there a foam explosion when the can is open? Not if the recipient uses soft hands to cradle the can when caught. So just remember, if you're going to handle the can, use soft hands, depending on whose can you're handling, I guess, especially if it's pimply or not. In developing his beer catapult, Cornwell said he dented a few walls and came close to accidentally throwing a can through his TV set. He's since fine-tuned the machine, fine... Tube! No, not tube. Fine-tube the machine to land a beer where he usually sits at home on what he called a right-angle couch system. Hmm. For now, the machine throws only cans, although Cornwell has thought about making a version that can throw a bottle. The most beer he's run through the machine was at a party when he launched a couple of 24-can cases. I did launch it a lot watching the Super Bowl, he said. My friends and I are the reason uh, are the reason I built it. I told them about the idea and hyped it so much I had to go through with it. A video featuring the device is a hit on the Internet where more than six... 600,000 people have watched it at the metacafe.com, earning Cornwell more than 3,000 bucks from the website. All right. Cornwell said he's talked to a brewing company about the machine, but right now only one exists. Asked if he might start building some for sale, he said, I'm keeping that option open depending on interest. When Cornwell was a student at Duke, an elite private university in Durham, where the Humper went, by the way, to Duke, isn't that where they had that uh, phony scandal with the soccer players? Yes. Yes. He participated in the engineering school's robotic basketball contest, said mechanical engineering professor Bob Keel. He said students tried to build a robot that could retrieve a ping-pong ball and toss it into a small hoop. He always did well in the cool. Keel said he came up with a completely unique idea, unique ideas. He's a eunuch. He's got so much time on his hands. And not much else. Let's see. Oh, there's more polls coming. I thought maybe there was... Holy moly. Wow. And Charlie B. also says uh, a fax. He says, one of the best pieces of advice I ever heard from you was from a news item you read about a year ago. Thanks, Charlie B. Oh, man, do I give you good advice or what? No. Oh, I try. A medical study showed that talk, taking about a daily teaspoon of cinnamon helped prevent diabetes, lower cholesterol, and lower blood pressure. And that after 40 days of doing this, the body starts to see some benefit. Oh, I, didn't, I forgot about that 40 days ago. Remember I was Did doing you cinnamon? know? Yeah, a spoonful of uh, cinnamon, is that it? Mm-hmm. I see. Who did that? Boker. Really? That's that's a bit. That's a bit. Oh, I thought it was a... Uh... Did you know a spoonful of cinnamon makes the medicine go down? <laughs> and probably not just the medicine either. A medical study, yeah, I just read that. I remember the article about the first of the year went online to corroborate the study's findings. Started sprinkling cinnamon on some of my food every day. And the results are in. I'm happy to say my blood pressure, which was borderline, has dropped since the first of the year. And while I don't have diabetes, knock on wood, Charlie says, I feel more confident that I'm doing something that will cut my risk of ever developing it. I do like cinnamon. The only problem is I like cinnamon toast. And the toast, of course, sends your blood sugar skyrocketing. Can't have no bread if you've got di- diabetes. And it doesn't take a trip to the doctor, a doctor's prescription, only a trip to the grocery store for a simple and cheap little bottle of, of spice I've been eating and enjoying all my life. All my life. All of these things. I passed the word on to family and friends, the like of the medical wonders of cinnamon. So thanks, Neil, for bringing it to my attention. And I hope cinnamon is working wonders for you, too, and mostly uh, for all your audience. Well, I, I'm not doing any. Actually, I'm going to go out today and get cinnamon. I'm going to, like, uh, eat it by the pound. I'm going to just take a whole gigantic, like, one-pound sack of cinnamon. And just mm-hmm. uh, hop, hop in the tub. Mm-hmm. This is morning in the show. Fat Rich reminds me of my mother. 
If you're over 175, you could be suffering from a swollen prostate. Listen. You tell them mothers if they want to star of my magnitude, they're going to have to pay me to be on the air. Why, you more than nerve that you are. It's growing large. This is a serious problem for older men. I need to get raped. See, that wasn't, uh, not only was it done sloppily there at the very end, but it should have been, should have been that, not, uh, not that. Well, I had, to, I had to leap something out there at the very end because Clarence was all upset that it sounded, it sounded like a fart sound, guys. We don't want to play that. Okay, so we didn't play it. Instead, we played maybe one of these. Or, or maybe even uh, one of these, too. Right. Okay, let's take a look at that award-winning pool right now and see how we're doing. But we're going to get out of here at one thirty. That sounds like a real swell, a splendid idea to me, a capital idea, as they say in the capital. 937 votes. Boy, we're getting close to 1,000, not even 11 o'clock yet. Damn it. Here's the pool. Well, that's Charlie B, man. We ought to put him on the payroll for the pool. Uh, indeed. i got a pile. We must have like 50 pool ideas for me. And he sends good ones, too. Which is, <laughs> I'm not saying that anybody else sends bad ones, or that George or I ever come up with a bad poll idea. That would be a very, very bad emission, admission to make. Not good. But we do. What do you miss most about your youth? Sex with young people my own age, 187. I can honestly tell you, I never had sex with the young people my own age when I was, uh, you know. Well, I guess maybe I did, you know, just talking about a little adolescent experimentation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you do. Being irresponsible had no real consequences, 155. My body, 139. Oh, how I miss my body. Real music, <laughs> real music, 83. My hair, 68. Being, in fact, that's what you're going to be saying when you're all up in heaven. This whole audience, because they listen religiously to... Oh, God! I'll be in heaven, and they're going to say, what do you miss? Oh, my body. Oh, no. Real music, 83. My hair, 68. Being single, 66. American Americans were mostly liked abroad, 50. We were like popular, man. Oh, yeah, you're from De La Medica? Oh, yeah. Uh, being ignorant, as if, uh, like, for example, ignorance is bliss, 40. I hate this poll, 38. Real radio, 28. Boy, I sure remember those days. Long, long time ago, like that song goes. Segregation, 27. Being in school, actually learning something, 25. I never uh, got around to that. There's Rob Hanrahan again. He looks real pretty, man. He looks like a pretty guy. The Cold War, at least we knew who the enemy was, 13. My staff, why would anybody miss the Cold War? What, what, is, what is that? I mean, does that mean it's opposed to what we got now? Oh, you know, they miss the dust Top half the Cold War, look what we got now. I guess that's what that means. My stamina, 12, and real newspaper, 7, when people used to actually read it. You know something? Disabled are crazy when it comes to their lives. Yeah, you think that's crazy. crazy. You can't take care of this. I have Like what? You know, it's interesting. Now, that was on Spike, which is a cable channel, as you know. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the word she says in there was the uh, was Schmidt. But the, even even on the cable channels, now they bleeped out four-letter right. words. Cause oh, they don't so want up. to offend anyone. Uh, no, it's not, got nothing to do with offend. They don't want to, like, get fined it now, you know, even though it's on cable. 
which you pay for the cable for those channels to come into your home. Right. You pay a premium. They come in over a you know wire. The FCC's got absolutely no business threatening anybody, the federal government, that if you say Schmidt or anything on the air, we're going to like fine your ass, and it's going to be a big, big deal. But even the cable channels are bleeping crap out now. I can't control it, Mikey. You're my brother, Fredo. You don't have to apologize to me. No, not yet. But later on in the movie, he did because, oh, in my room, in my room where my children, where my wife sleeps, where my children play with their toys. Things like that. Remember that scene? Oh, yeah. I remember all of them. But at any rate. Hey, remember Johnny Ola? See, that was the thing. That was the uh, tip-off, he, he had that big Italian nose. He was mm-hmm. sniffing around for a long time. And then as soon as he saw Fredo with Johnny Ola, yeah. Anyway, Doug Thompson writes one of his really great columns, Capitol Hill Blue. He says, the verdicts came in Tuesday in the trial of former uh, Vice Presidential Chief of Staff Lewis Scooter Libby, guilty on four or five counts. In a perfect world, that would be enough to get Congress off its politically shy butt and start impeachment proceedings against the corrupt administration of President George W. Bush. Four guilty verdicts against Libby is more than enough to warrant impeachment. The trial stripped away the cloak of secrecy from the most duplicitous White House in modern times. If lying about a... Uh, oral sex, see, I can't read that, from an intern provides sufficient grounds for impeachment of a previous president. How can lying about taking the nation to war, subverting the Constitution, outright obstruction of justice, not justify removing Bush and his cabal from office by whatever legal means necessary? I guess I could have said BJ. Oh, don't do that. Then it'll be playing BJ Thomas music. At the very least, the Libby trial revealed how Vice President Dick Cheney orchestrated a coordinated White House effort to destroy the lives of former Ambassador Joe Wilson and his wife, covert CIA operator Valerie Plame. It showcased the extraordinary lengths the administration would employ to protect its manufactured lies used to justify an illegal and immoral invasion of Iraq. The trial exposed the White House as a venal, corrupt criminal enterprise where political expediency replaced truth and American lives would be sacrificed to protect personal agendas. At the center of this criminal conspiracy sat Cheney and Karl Rove, Bush's brain, the political guru with the president's ear. Bill Clinton boinked Monica Lewinsky and went to trial before the Senate for saying he didn't do the nasty. Richard Nixon did far more, but his many crimes pale in significance to the corruption of the Bush administration. Nixon resigned rather than face impeachment and certain conviction. Bush, however, remains in office, continuing to drive the nation toward disaster, while the new Democratic leadership of Congress takes impeachment off the table and says we all just have to learn to get along. Enough. The Libby trial documented in excruciating and exacting detail the many criminal activities of a White House out of control. Special Prosecutor Patrick Fitzgerald says his job is done. In a single-focus world, it is. He was appointed to nail somebody in the CIA leak case, and he did so. It doesn't matter that Libby is the fall guy for the bigger fish. We needed a head on a platter, and Libby's fits nicely. But the issue goes far beyond who leaked Valerie Plame's name to the media. It goes to the heart of a corrupt political administration that lied, covered and obstructed to protect the use of falsified intelligence to justify a pre-planned war that has so far cost more than 3,100 American lives, along with thousands upon thousands of Iraqi civilians. When the Schmidt hit the fan over release of Plame's name, Bush promised the American people that anyone connected with this affair would be gone from the White House. Time for Bush to deliver on that promise. He should fire Karl Rove. He should take the steps necessary to remove Vice President Dick Cheney from office. And then he should resign as president. <laughs> Absolutely correct, sir. It is past time to purge the White House of the cancers that infect the body politic. If Bush had one shred of honor, one ounce of decency, or even one micron of honesty, he would do so. But he doesn't. So we're left with hoping that somebody else can step forward and take the necessary steps to remove his lying, criminal ass from an office he never deserved and dishonors by his very presence. 
I know the chances for such are slim, too slim given the cowardice of Congress and a system designed to protect crooks like George W. Bush. I can only take salvation in the fact that on some day in the distant future, Bush's time will run out and he will meet his maker. On that day, he'll receive the eternal damnation he deserves, because not even God will be able to forgive the many sins of the 43rd President of the United States. But how do you really feel, Dougie? Doug Thompson, pissed off and fired up, baby. And you know what they say in the sports segment on uh, on this station, don't you? If I no. can find the damn thing. Pissed right. off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. Right. Another idiot. Another moron. Another one of those sports nerd morons. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. What's the score? What's the score? How's that doing? You know, like all that. Tomorrow the trends come out, baby, and it's going to be a real revelatory day, if you ask me whatever the hell that means. It's going to be mucho revealing, more revealing than taking your clothes off in the middle of the town square. It's going to reveal some real pimples, man, and not just uh, on the ass of progress. 945 votes on our award-winning poll today. Who sent this one? And I forget. Some, some, some group something, something, yeah. A little something, something. What do you miss most about your youth? Sex with young people my own age, 191. When you were young. You know, when you were young, you sure didn't want to do old people. Damn it. Being the irresponsible had no real consequences, 156. My body, 139. My music, 83. My hair, 68. Being single, 67. American Americans were mostly like the broad 50. Being ignorant, as in ignorance is bliss, 41. Yeah, who gives a crap about all this depressing stuff, right? Let's just go out and get laid and have a wonderful time. That, you know, when you're young, that's all you care about, right? Oh, yeah. I hate this poll, 38, 4%. Real radio, 28. Not, not getting all that many, and it's because most of these people can't remember when radio was worth, you know, especially AM radio. Segregation, 27. Oh, being in, I wonder if that uh, Billy Bob guy with a swastika voted 28 times. 27. Being in school, actually learning something, 25. My stamina, 14. The Cold War, at least we knew who the enemy was, 13. And real newspapers, 7 out of 949. See, I don't miss uh, real newspapers that much anymore because, first of all, I got the Toronto Star and the Globe and Mail and the Sun, which is a piece of right-wing propaganda, and the National Post, which is even more right-wing and garbage. But four, four daily newspapers. Isn't that shocking to you? How many you got? Two. One for Maine, one for Broward, one for Palm Beach, one for Naranja, one for uh, here, and one for over there, and all this other crap, you know. Remember when New York had like 700 daily newspapers, when people... But now you don't need it because you can go online and read this stuff if you care about that stuff, unless you're young, of course, which, like I said, all you want to do is maybe get stoned, uh, get, uh, you know, laid, and uh, go out and have a great time, right? Right. And what's not to like about that? Bill Rogers Show. (laughs) Any questions? Your president needs 20,000 or more young men and women in Iraq now. If you love your president, you will give your life for his friends' corporations. Do your part to help secure the oil fields, permanent bases, and of course, the fabulous new Iraq Embassy. By knocking on doors of Iraqi residents to win their hearts. Let's fight together over insurgents who are Iraqi residents. If health insurance is costing you an arm and a leg, why not really have it cost you an arm and a leg? See your military recruiter or go directly online to Blackwater or Khaki Corporations to sign up and die today. Oh, that's the end of that? Okay. Well, I'm busy uh, corresponding, okay? No problem. Brandon is just out of control. Hey, do some work, Brandon, okay? Go to work and do uh, something, <laughs> something, no something fun. constructive. 1101 at 560. Oh, I know what I wanted to play. Come, come, come. I want to be reasonable with you. Now, why don't you stay here with us, with the family? 
can live here on the estate with your kids. You won't be deprived of anything. You can have everything you want. I don't know this Merle. I don't know what he does. I don't know what he lives on. Why don't you tell him marriage is out of the question and you don't want to see him anymore? <laughs> just like that, you know, just like that. No problem. Just do it. He'll no, understand. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. He'll understand. Troy Donahue. I'm pretty sure he's dead now, and quite frankly, who cares? He had the most bizarre, he had like a flat nose, you know, like like Jack Jones had the same thing. Remember the singer Jack Jones? Mm-hmm. Love both. Like he ran into a wall, you know, like the tip of the nose was like, uh, like somebody had sliced it off or something. It kind of healed up. Maybe I'm describing it well. 9.66 on the pull. Boy, we're on the verge of 1,000 this uh, half hour, boy, and the audience is going to be buzzing about that. WQAM, hello. QAM. Does that sound like there's somebody on there? No. Dead. Dead is the doornail. That was the one that was ringing, too. I thought, boy, it's going to be between now and 1.30. It's only two and a half hours. Rather than sit here, I've got a very impressive pile. In fact, I'm going to get some uh, Band-Aid uh, surgery for it. You know, I told you that time about that uh, one quack proctologist there in uh, Tamarack. Tried to do the old Band-Aid routine. Yeah. and the, Not the Band-Aid, the rubber band thing. Remember we were playing Rubber oh, Band yeah. Man for my yeah, hemorrhoids? Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's one of the biggest scams they got going. They, they tie... Oh, I don't want to go Ooh, in there. No, let's not go in there. They take rubber bands ah. and they tie... Yeah, Okay. Around your roids. And then oh, man. I, I didn't let him do it. I got a second opinion. He, he was all set to do it, man. It was the, that's the operation du jour. It's like gallbladder surgery. You know, which operation is big this month, Doc? You know. WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Neil? Yes. How you doing, Neil? This is... Hi, guys. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh-huh. Just want to let you know that uh, I'm from Middle East, and every time I go to Miami, I hate it because everybody speaks to me in Spanish. Uh, I'm just sick and tired of it. Oh, my solution to you is don't go to Miami, sir. That's my solution. Where the hell is he from? Yeah, hunger. 2007. Mark it down. It's the 8th of March, 2007. Oh, I hate when I go to Miami. Everybody picking a pony. Yeah, yeah, well, then go, don't go there, okay? And when, where the hell was... What banana boat did he get off of for quite a while? He didn't sound like he's speaking to... No. In, uh, huh? He had a accent. Some kind of accent, huh? Go back where you came from, pal. Get one of those good old worn-out uh, rubber uh, rafts. Get a, a Goodyear tire. Get one of my Corvette Goodyear tires, man. Those things are indestructible. They last forever. And just hop on a Key Biscayne and just start paddling with your arms, okay? Just start paddling and paddling frantically and furiously. Or go out there right behind WIOD where it used to be there. What is there now? Did they ever sell that building? On the one of the causeway? No, the building's still there. I think it's storage for Channel 7 now. Storage? Like, I think it's probably yeah. the Channel 7 closet. They need all that space <laughs> for the Channel 7 uh, that's, fruit that's farm. That's the other building. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Yes. Hey, who's the guy that said, wave your magic wand, Froggy, or Twanger? What, what, which one was it? Andy Devine. That's it. I couldn't remember his name. Buster Brown Show, Pally. Buster Brown Show. That's it. I got it. Okay. Oh, yeah. You got it, all right. And hopefully you'll get rid of it before the year is out. See, I just got through saying before about the great calls we had yesterday. Even the ones that were infuriating and exasperating, at least they were like living and breathing, different living and breathing a-holes as opposed to 5670560. 
pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. It's going to be a very, very quiet Thursday. Have I, I could be wrong. Now, you predicted it right at the outset. Did you know something I didn't? Like maybe the transmitter is off or what? No, I just, because uh, you were talking about it the other day. Usually, See, there's that. There's they the lull other. you into a false sense yeah, of security. Right. False and the next day, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we don't have nothing yeah. to say today. We, Nuts we, to uh, you. Shot our bolt yesterday. QAM, hello. Bolt. Hello, Leo. Yes, sir. Do yeah, that's a bad day. Canada sucks. Yeah. Good. Well, stay the hell away then, okay? Canada sucks. There's another brilliant call from South Florida. Canada sucks. All right. The cream of the crop, baby. The intelligentsia. The these are the. Well, if you were just on serious, that guy was good. That guy that was having like apoplexy because mm-hmm. I wouldn't uh, listen to his crap. If you would just get serious and go to uh, XM or serious, on and on and kept repeating. I said, it's not going to happen. Forget about it. I'm doing just fine. All the money's coming in. Everything is just great. Everybody's happy. Just calm the hell down. If you were on serious or in, just screaming and ranting and raving like a lunatic. WQAM, hello. They're coming in by the ones today. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. QAM. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Hey, sweetie. Yeah. Who was the one that said peace, love, and happiness? Skipper Chuck. Okay. Uh, can you play the Bill Calder little song? Wow. Woo! You were right, man. Yesterday it was like we. Yesterday it was like Nirvana. Today it's more like. Uh, yeah. Crapola. It's more <laughs> like uh, Anne Marie. I don't mind Anne Marie. Celine Dion, she's the one that gives me... Speaking of Canada, sucks. That's only because of Celine Dion, I think. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Is George still having a problem with the, the tar coming in? No. Excellent. I've grown to like it now. Neil, is George still having a problem? Why did he ask you if you're still having a problem? No, well, I'm not here right now. WQAM, hello. Hey. Yeah. I'd like to know why... That the uh, governors of South Florida are attacking the people out of their homes. They're doing what? Taxing the people out of their homes. Property taxes have gone up. The governors of South Florida? Oh, whoever is in charge of it. Yeah, the the tax doctor, okay. We'll we'll call him up and ask him. WQAM, hello. I'm starting to get into this now. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. I'm a listener from 26 years ago. Yeah, you sound like it. And uh, I just want to thank you for getting me straight on religion. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I'll pray for you, schmuck. For getting me straight on religion. Ah, he was gay on it Waiting before. Waiting for the big Rocky coming out there at the end. Sounded like he had about 400 pounds of phlegm he was ready to unload on the entire audience. 982 votes on the poll. Every time I refresh it, they're coming in like in little chunks, which it sounded like he had a few in his throat. In his throat. Mm-hmm. Thanks for straightening me out on religion. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like you could use some real straightening out, pal, although I think in your case, highly unlikely. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yeah. What is it? Bona Santa, yeah. What do you want? Yeah, Spanish with your ass, your mama, okay? Your mama. See what we got. Oh, this is just the schedule. I thought it was something. This. Oh, thank goodness. This is next week's schedule. Let's see. My name is still on, so I guess I'll show up. You never know when you got Norma Kent as an agent. When they might just shut the old faucet right off. You know, you never really know. With that Norma, don't be sending me no more stupid emails, Norma. You're an uh, idiot. You. Uh, you fairy. 
WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yep. Good afternoon, boys and girls. Mike and Eric here for a game. Hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. How you doing today, buddy? All right, Pally. All right. Hey, I wanted to call you and let you know, uh, I called you at the end of January. I told you I was excited about going to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Well, I found a good machine, man, so now I'm going back this weekend. Really? Yeah. I'm excited. Well, the rest of the audience isn't, but I'm glad for you. Hey, there's a bunch of clutches. Okay. Good luck to you, Paul. Uh, You'll need it. Okay. There's a guy who found a good machine in Vegas, and he's going back this weekend to give the money back. Good. Boy, I had a bad, I had a rough day yesterday. I started with the dollar machines, and I was doing okay for a while, and then all of a sudden it went, it went sour, and I tried another one, it was really sour, and I tried another one, it was really, really sour. Oh, man. It was like them Sour Patch kids. And then I went to the $5 machine, and Sour wouldn't even begin to describe it. It was uh, just one of those days, but it's only money, you know? WQAM, hello. Neil, can you play that Santino dropper? And I love it. But... WQAM, hello. How are those uh, one arm bandits treat you? Huh? WQAM, hello. I caught a hammerhead shark. What should I do with it? Don't hammer its head. QAM, hello. I was going to say give it hammer, but then I probably should say give it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. I want to wish you a happy anniversary. Okay, a little late, but that's all right. I hope your next one's a masculine one. Mm hmm. That's all I. Uh... You'll understand, believe me. You'll understand. Don't listen to me. Marry this man. That make me very angry. You disappoint me. Oh. Well, and I can disappoint. The one thing to disappoint. But when Michael gets angry, then... Yeah, his eyes dart back and forth. Then he gets really foaming at the mouth. Don't ever ask me about my business again, Kay. I love the scene where she's telling him it was an abortion. And it was a boy, Michael. It was a boy. And he slaps and just slams her right across the couch. She just goes flying across the couch. Slam that bitch right across the room. Straighten her ass out real fast. 988 on the pool. When we come back from the uh, break, I bet we got a thousand. Then Chris is going to be, he's going to be doing a Kazatsky up and down the hallway. You'll see. To Tim Hardaway. I hate basketball players. I don't like to be around basketball players. The biggest names, the best talent. It's the big O Orlando. They have sinewy calf muscles. They're sweaty from going up and down and up and down the hardwood all night long without getting tired. I don't want to be in the locker room with them or watch all of them in the steamy shower together playing man-to-man. <laughs> Just thinking about it. I'm thinking about it right now. And... Uh, Wow. <laughs> Never mind. 11.17 at 5.60 WQM. So before the show today, uh, George was telling me all kinds of stories about Freaky Carlos, our receptionist, whose behavior, just whose very existence is unacceptable, uh, just on the, on the face of it, you know. But whose behavior evidently is much worse than I ever anticipated. Or uh, That's another good reason for me not to be there. Hey, it's all comic relief. Oh, is it really? Yeah, if you have the stomach for it. Oh. Now, this fax that you just sent me here, didn't I talk about this like two weeks ago about... Uh, uh, Giselle Bunchen is pregnant and allegedly by Tom Brady, and then we had Maybe. we had that one that fax that came in or that article, and that was it. Yeah, it was a fax. Yeah, but who? Oh, I always listen? thought he was a clean cut guy. You know, yeah. Clean cut guys don't have sex with their girlfriends. Okay, just remember that. Clean cut guys <laughs> aren't playing the old slide the salami routine. Okay, so let's get serious. 
Are they? Oh, they are? <laughs> Why? I mean, what a stupid comment. I thought he was a clean-cut guy. So, in other words, clean-cut guys aren't supposed to be having sex. Is that what that's supposed to mean? Yeah. Jesus, God. There's only one kind of guys that I know who aren't having sex with their girlfriends, and that's gay. That's right. A Brazilian website reported yesterday that Tom Brady's girlfriend, Giselle Bunchen may be pregnant, and if so, the Patriots quarterback is the father. Here's something for your father. According to the popular celebrity website, what does that say? Giamorama.com. Uh, .br. Bunchen would be no more than two months pregnant, but may already have told select friends and family. The brief item was written by Joyce Paskowitz, who is the Brazilian equivalent of New York Post Richard Johnson. Oh, I can't say Johnson. Brady's agent, Don Yee, did not return a phone call, and Bunchen's representative denied the report. Two weeks ago, Brady's ex-girlfriend actress, Bridget Moynihan... Oh, this is a different one. Oh, I see. I'm confused. Excuse me, okay? Yeah, the first one I, was I can't keep track of all these uh, young ladies that he's impregnating. Excuse me. Nice going, Tommy. He's busy, okay? He's a busy beaver. Well... Two weeks ago, Brady's ex-girlfriend actress, Bridget Moynihan, revealed that she's pregnant and prayed Brady's the father. He wants to be like George Washington. He wants to be the father of our country. What's wrong with that? Attaboy, Tommy. Moynihan's representative had no comment on the possibility of a bunchin' baby. Brady, 29, <laughs> Moynihan, 36. Wouldn't you think that uh, at this stage of his life, he'd have a little more common sense? They'd be doing like a little bit of something, a little protection there. I mean, there's all these pills and devices and uh, things, you know. Maybe he wants to have a bunch of babies. Brady, 29, Moynihan, 36, dated for nearly three years before breaking up in mid-December. Soon after, the two-time Super Bowl MVP began dating the Brazilian supermodel. The pretty pair recently enjoyed five-star stays in Paris, Milano, and Roma. And Life and Style Weekly is reporting that Bunchen also took Brady to meet her parents in Porto Alegre, Brazil. Porto Alegre, excuse me, I think. I can't read this. Bunchen, who's dated... Oh! Bunchen, who's dated Leonardo DiCaprio and surfer Kelly Slater, who was also dating uh, your favorite, the least favorite uh, bitch, Pamela uh, Lee... Recently told Vanity Fair that she'd like to have children, but she's in no hurry. Surprise! I'd be lying if I said I didn't want a family. My parents have been married for 35 years and have six children. She said, thing is, I'm just 26 years old, so I have plenty of time, she said. Well, evidently, time. Oh, and look at this. Uh, I guess Sean is really upset about uh, Charlie B. Because Sean just came out of the closet now, and here's a couple more polls. Thank you, Sean. You're still okay in our book, okay? You don't take a backseat to anybody. Although uh, Theo Fleury was in the back seat there, and uh, he forgets that he didn't know what was going on. He didn't feel a thing. Says, muzzle tov on your weight. For the love of Christ, don't forget to begin an exercise regimen. Oh, and, uh, Sean, Jesus, don't forget to begin an exercise regimen. Right. You're doing a lot of leg lifts, aren't you? Especially now that spring is near. Yeah, lift this, okay? I was doing a lot <laughs> of tapping at the... I was doing a lot of tapping at Woodbine yesterday, and Gordon is telling you like it more than you think. When you are in training, when you are in training, it greatly reduces the chances of... I mean, Sean, you must be... Have you ever seen me, Sean? You know who I am? Fat, old, fag, Jude. You know who I am? Pudgy. Let me, let me turn sideways here and look in the mirror. Oh, jeez. I'm picturing you in, uh, in sweats with ankle yeah. weights jogging yeah, around the block. This. When you're in training, it greatly reduces the chances of depression. I'm not the least bit depressed. I'm a very, very happy person. You know, ankle weights might not be a bad idea. Yeah, I got your ankle weights. That's for giving to Carlos, okay? Keep his ass on the ground. <laughs> Anxiety, effects of jet lag. I don't, I don't have, I, I've been flying to Europe so many times. You know, I bet you I've flown 100 times to Europe over the last 20, uh, how many years have I gone? 20 years now. This is my 20th anniversary. Not only my 31st year anniversary on the year, but my 20th anniversary of my Europe trips. To Amsterdam and Cologne and Berlin and uh, Hamburg and Frankfurt and Stockholm and Helsinki and Paris and Roma and Milano and Bologna and uh, where else have I been? And Firenze. 
Nothing like Europe, baby. Let me, let me tell you right now, all you people out there, because it's now the 8th of March. And you know what people are starting to get ready to plan right now? They're starting to plan their summer vacations mm -hmm. and fall and whatever else they got time off from there, working their asses off. Italy and, uh, and all of Europe, all of Western Europe, man. And not only just Western Europe, there's Prague and Budapest, lots of places to go. Lots of things, lots of people to do. I mean, see, it goes on and says, oh, and also, when you exercise, improves Mr. Wiggly's staying power. You know, see, that's one thing about, I don't, I don't want to get too graphic at all of this. One thing about the joys of being gay is that you don't have to worry about staying power. You don't have to worry about uh, the myth of simultaneous orgasm as in heterosexual mm -hmm. sex, which, of course, I guess in that case, if you've got a good actress for a partner, it's just fine, you know, or a bad actress, and you're thinking, well, who cares? Might as well get it over with anyway. It's just part of the joys of gayness, of being gay. As far as straight men, technically, your lady factor is partly correct in two aspects. Oh, you're going to hate Sean, too, here. All right, right, whatever. He says, of course, incarceration will sometimes cause otherwise straight men to turn to other men the same way a guy stuck on a deserted island will eat all the coconuts in sight. This doesn't make him a vegetarian. That, that, that's a good uh, analogy there. I like that. Any social worker will tell you boys who are sexually abused by men often repeat the abuse on others of the same sex. That's this a different is acting story. out due to trauma. Right. That's a different thing. Different category. Right. Okay. There are extremes of, can I uh, read Sean's thing here? You gonna, this, is, this is George's thing, man. He just cannot control himself. He could sit there in a coma the entire show You're in, the a one tar, in a tar-fume-induced coma. can't have a rational conversation about it, and you shut the other person up. But I'm reading a guy's facts here. We can discuss it when we're done, although I want to keep discussing this every day. I don't care. I, know, I don't care if they're straight. I don't care if they're bi. Yeah. I don't care if they were gay. I don't care if they're 85.2 on a Richter scale. It is a no, well, what difference does it make what label you put on somebody, okay? If they're hot and they're ready. You know, it's like lunch. If it's hot and it's ready, have let's have meaning. it. These are extremes of circumstance, and I don't think that was what George was talking about, says Sean. He may have been rebelling against the gay fantasy that straight guys who might... Strike out with the chicks at the nightclubs will be lustily seeking. Uh, I can't read boy ass that very night. That's bad. Well, that's what he wrote. Gay guys fantasize about doing a straight guy the same way all straight guys fantasize about a menage a trois. That's right. And then it's, uh, he's got a couple of pulls. Okay. Okay, just, Sean, just calm down. Just okay, because some people don't like certain labels doesn't change the meanings of words. There are lots of gay guys. It's got guys. nothing to do with whether I like labels or not. No, I don't, no, I don't not you. Them. I'm, not, I'm not interested in not them. I don't care about them. them. So, see, I got confused about Giselle Bunchen and Bridget Moynihan. So, evidently, Tom Brady's knocking up everybody in sight. And he just, I guess, that's what he wants, you know? What's wrong with that? And you can just imagine how lovely those children are going to be, you know? Isn't that what we should strive for in the world? Is that only the beautiful people reproduce and all the ugly people? You know, lots and lots of uh, sterilization would be good for it. Be I haven't mentioned that in a very long time on the show. One of the great concepts that I've come up with over the years, and nobody will listen to me, but, you know, zero population growth is fine, but the best way to achieve that is forced sterilization, okay? Especially in South Florida. Not everybody, just uh, most. Like the callers. 1,013 votes on the poll. We're doing pretty good. we got over 1,000. You marking that down, Chris? Are you on top of this or what, huh? Oh, yeah. And when are you beginning, when are you beginning your training program? <laughs> He's doing oh, don't, for, don't forget to begin an exercise regimen, especially now that spring is near. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean? I will say this. I walk more every day in one day here, uh, unless it's like two days ago when I almost never left the house. I walk more in one day here than like in a year down there because I don't have no car here. I have a fine location and I walk all over the place, I, uh, at least a couple miles every day. 
And, that, and that's all you're going to get from me. That, that, this old Jew, that's as much exercise as you're going to get from me. I'm not going to be doing sit-ups and push-ups and uh, wheelies and cartwheels and whatever else you want, you know. Just ain't going to happen. Oh, and there's that D-vein thrombosis. Oh, man. Castro's dead, by the way. Yeah, how come we don't hear no more about him, you know? Maybe because he's dead. I guess maybe the uh, party's over. And don't forget, Mo Green said, call him when the party started. Oh, God, Neil. It's Tom Brady's. That's who it is. He's the father of Anna Nicole's baby. I'm positive. Who was that little baby father of Could be one of a dozen guys. It may be the other Howard Stern. Did she defrost that old guy's frozen sperm? Thirty-two, and who the hell really cares? Okay, if you've got even a half a brain, half a brain is better than none. Of Isn't that what they always say? Half a loaf. That's what my mother used to say. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, I can't about. believe I even said that. Where did that come from? Oh about no! Let go of Here's a fax. Now, this person who sent this, this was coming over the fax machine as I was talking about forced sterilization. This has to be a psychic listener. Can you believe it? Neil, I love that Tom Brady story. It says you sh- he should be getting about as- he should be getting as much as possible to help the human gene pool. You always talk about forced sterilization. Maybe it's a compromise. The people that insist on having babies should be forced to use DNA from people like Tom Brady. Just a thought. There you go. Or he could just go around impregnating every hot-looking chick. And I think he's already got a pretty good head start, if I can say that. Can I say that? No. Oh, sorry, Joyce. Joyce Law. I remember Vernon Law pitched for the Pirates. QAM, hello. The Deacon. QAM, not there, okay. WQAM, hello. It's our other one. You notice how good that's working, too? Oh, QAM. Yeah. Hola. Hello. Yes. Hey, um, would you rather listen to uh, Joe Zagaki's, uh show or have sex with a woman? Would you, let me ask you this. Would you rather have a ripcord around your neck with a sash as tight as humanly possible, or would you rather lay to fill in with George's accountant? Which one would please you more? WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, how you doing? Okay, how you doing? Got this mung cough, but listen, three things. Captain <clears throat> America is dead. Uh, next thing I'm going to say is that uh, I smoked pot with Defoe in, at Gulfstream one time. Okay, great. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the ground. You know, you guys across the street, you can make all the phony phone calls you want, but you know something? When the numbers come out tomorrow and you've got oh, point, oh. what are you going to say then, huh? 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 What are you going to say then? Of course, maybe they won't. Maybe they'll kick our ass. Although they won't do it between 10 and 2, I'll guarantee you that. I'll guarantee you that, Syndicate Rosencrantz, Schwartz, uh, Steenberg. 1,025 votes on the poll today, and it's just barely 1130. And the good news of that is we've got less than two hours to go now. You've got to be kidding me. Wow. Can you believe that? See, we get spoiled with this stuff. Now, when's the next Marlins uh, game? Uh, Wednesday, next week. Yes. Uh, it is? Yep. You got the schedule there? We got a Marlins game next Wednesday at what time? At the 1 o'clock? We got it. Here, what? 12.50. Yeah. What? 12.50. 
12.30 we get out next Wednesday. Oh, that means an early one by Wednesday. Can you imagine how much I could lose next Wednesday? It'll make yesterday look like a walk in the park, like a picnic without the ants. There's Rob Hanrahan again, center stage right there doing the anchoring on CNN, looking real pretty, man, real pretty. Got a real pretty mouth, baby. 5670560. He'd have been good in Deliverance, man. Let's refilm it with him, recast him as the Ned Beatty character. Ooh. See him get spanked up there, up there in the woods. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Looks like Tom Brady's just K fed with a jock strap. <laughs> with his three Super Bowls. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, I know for a fact that the Dolphins in the 80s, they had a gay football player. No, that's good. I'm glad to hear about it. I know who it is, too. WQAM, hello. Hey, man, what's happening, Buck? Yes, sir. Question. With the new uh, Cheney injury to his leg, the clot and all, you think this is Republican Party on the beginnings of the phase-out of Cheney, put him in the background so we don't hear any more of his craziness? No. You don't think so? No. Even, you'd think the Republican Party even would be smart enough to realize that he's a loose cannon and they got to... Sir, let me, let me say it again. Did you ask me a question about whether I think the blood clot, the deep vein thrombosis in his leg is part of a Republican plot to get Cheney out? And I said no. And you See, you don't want to ask a question or have a conversation. You've already made up your mind that there's a Republican conspiracy. They don't need a conspiracy, okay? Just to kick his ass out. When in doubt, kick his ass out. And like Doug Thompson said, with Bush and the rest of the uh, Nazis too. Carl Rove my ass. How do you like guys like this one, huh? How do you like him? Typical. Just unbelievable. I'm going to have to call Michael. This, the, the dialogue in this part of the movie is so, like, sparse. Oh. Well, that must be back to the part where Fredo's wife is drunk and uh, trying to dance and falling on her ass. We don't want to hear that. Oh, we already played that one. Boy, there's there, I'll tell you one thing. This Godfather 2 sure moves slow. Let's go to a terminal. We're getting married first. The ink on your divorce isn't dry yet, and you're getting married. You see your children on weekends. You know your oldest boy, Victor, was picked up in Reno for some petty theft you don't even know about? Michael! You fly around the world with men who don't care for you and use you like a whore? You're not my father! Then what do you come to me for? Oh, I need money. There you go. <laughs> 10.30. WBZ, 1030 in the pool, 103. WBZ, one of the great stations of all time, man. Carl DeSouza and Dave Maynard and Jefferson K and uh, Jay Dunn and uh, who I leave out? And Bruce Bradley. Who? And overnight's Larry Glick. Larry Glick. WQAM, hello. Is this uh, 560? You know, if the next person says to me, is this 560, does this station have call letters or what, sir? WQAM. How did I answer the phone? I said WQAM, and you said, is this 560? I apologize. Well, you should. You should. Go ahead. Um, Are you going to do any more pizza loft commercials? Well, what the hell does that mean? Am I going to be doing any more pizza loft commercials? What does that mean? How the hell do I know? I just asked you a simple question. I just miss you on TV. You miss me on TV? Okay, I'll send you a picture, okay? I'll send you a blow-up doll, schmuck. What a what an idiot! What a moron! That sounded like the guy with the eyes to me. Yeah, was it? It sounded like him. Oh, well, wait a minute! In that case, just for him. Hello, world! There's a song that I'm singing about my Mister Happy. I gotta get a new wardrobe first before I do any more of those fonts. A whole lot of love is what I am swinging. It's my Mister Happy. 
I have a dream of getting women together Have them take a look at me with no trousers on Then all the girls would be screaming together And see the reason why I got the nickname of Donk Hello girls, this thing I am packing Will make you happy Like a baseball bat Hank Aaron would be swinging It's my Mr. Happy It's my Mr. Happy It's my Mr. Happy Huh? Wow. I bet you that's enough to get him to uh, get out that David Cassidy blow-up doll. This is the moment you dreaded the most You're on the web without any clothes You lifted your shirt to show your chest And it did nothing for Ryan Seacrest And they might kick you off the show Some new ones came out that are disgusting You open your mouth but it isn't to sing You say those photos are not me Now you're on your knees, ironically Begging please keep me on the show Cause you took some new pics You show me some skin Five sixty WQM. We got the hurricanes warm up at one thirty this afternoon. Any interest? No. Even, how about little tiny bit? No. Teeny tiny? No. Oh, how about uh, anything? Nothing. They just don't care. The hurricane fucking blow. And uh, Clarence will be on there. Is that a little uh, incentive to listen? No. And uh, Joe Zagaki? No. Oh. Joe Zagaki sucks. Okay. Well, what can I tell you? You forgot the beast. Oh, the beast is on there too. Well, like I said, <laughs> sounds like a queen, a queen sweep to me. Chuck Hagel may be running for president. He's going to make a big announcement about his future plans on Monday. A Republican who isn't a right-wing Nazi, after all. Wouldn't that be or something? They used to have a lot of them. Yeah, well, once upon a time. Oh, now, let's see. Remember we were talking before about the IOD building? So Brandon mm-hmm. says, who's busy running the show today, uh, if we need a choreographer for the show, I think we got, we got somebody running it today. He also said, fast forward that tape a little bit because you're stuck in that one thing there with Connie and... Uh, when Menzo promised the Rosado brothers three territories in the Bronx after he died, you took over and you didn't give it to them. I welched? You welched. Yeah, Clemenza promised them a lot. Clemenza promised them nothing. He hated those sons of the bitches more than I did. Frankie... They feel cheated. Mark, are you sitting high up in the Sierra Mountains and you're drinking uh... champagne cocktails? Anyway, says uh, read a story about IOD a few months ago. The city of North Bay Village wants that entire property and is trying to muscle Channel 7 out. Says last I heard, Channel 7 was fighting to stay there. They were eyeballing a location for a new studio in Broward, and Channel 10's moving to Broward, too. Well, everybody's moving to Broward, okay? Not everybody, but uh, most everybody. Most everybody who wants to escape from Dade County. Well, wouldn't that be something like an atomic bomb to just wipe that whole thing out there in North Bay Village? The old IOD building and the Channel 7 building right side there by each. Wow. 
Wouldn't that be something? And, of course, the tower, now, the tower, I'm assuming, is still sitting back there in the bay. Which Remember they had the big deal yeah. about that? Last time I checked. And there was, like, a threat that they were going to, like, uh, knock the damn tower down and uh, knock the IOD off the air. Which, of course, what difference would it make at this point? You know, very well overlooked in that last book was the way not only did we have that gigantic number in the uh, winter book or whatever was the uh, fall book, but we also kicked the living snot out of you-know-who, toe-popping rush. I mean, we always beat them, just about always, but we just kicked the crap out of them. Remember that? Yeah. I just mentioned that in passing, just to pat myself on the, oh, on the shoulder a little bit. Well, not all the way in the back. About I, don't always. My, I don't want to start my uh, training program that early. I wait till they put one leg in the grave, you know, before I start my tra- that that line. I got to read it again. What I do with Sean's pools there? I don't know. It's funny. It was a great line. I, I don't know. It's in the middle of my pool pile here. I got so damn many. I've got them piled to the ceiling. Thanks to Charlie B. How you be, Charlie? It says, "Don't forget to begin an exercise regimen for the love of Christ." Well, I don't love Christ. How do you like that? Or any of those other getchkeys? Especially now that spring is near, you like it more than you think. When you're in training, it greatly reduces the chances of depression, anxiety, effects of jet lag, attitude, and improves Mr. Wiggly's staying power. Well, I got news for you. I mean, how about Piggly Wiggly? I got nothing Wiggly, believe me, at my age. And even before my age, I got nothing Wiggly. 1,045 votes on the poll. Wired Iraqi man triggers scare at L.A. airport. You're going to love this story. Can't wait. You are just going to be amazed at this story. An Iraqi national wearing wires and conceiving a magnet inside his rectum, rectum triggered a security <laughs> scare. I'm wired. What is wrong with you? I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> no. Can I, do I have to start, start over again? An Iraqi national wearing wires and conceiving a magnet inside his rectum, rectum triggered a security scare at L.A. airport on Tuesday, but officials said he posed no apparent threat. That's what they think. The man identified by law enforcement officials at Fahel al-Maliki, 35, set off an alarm during a passenger screening at the airport early on Tuesday morning. Try to control him, will you? Smack him in the side. They said he was harmless, but there was a guy with a metal plate in his head that said no. A police bomb squad was called to examine what was deemed a suspicious item found during a body cavity search of a man. Hey, what's this in your... Oh, my God, there's wires coming out of there. And a magnet, a magnet, magnet. Local media reports that a magnet was found in his... Rectum. Yeah, that's what it says here. This is from our Reuters. Oh, my God. Must be the Emmys. He was secreting. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, see, I was almost going to say secreting. That would not be good. Oh, that would not. That would, <laughs> he was probably secreting something. He was secreting these items in a body cavity. That was a great concern because there were also some electric wires associated with the body cavity. They were associated with it. Larry Fetter, security director for the TSA at the airport, told Reuters. Maliki, 35, who lives in Atlantic City, was preparing to board a U.S. Airways flight from L.A. to Philadelphia. The flight left without him, but with his luggage aboard. It made it all that. That's smart. Here's a guy that's got, he's got a, a magnet and wires in his ass, and they uh, kicked him off the flight, but they left his luggage on the plane. Oh. It made an unscheduled landing in Vegas where the plane was thoroughly searched. Nothing was found. Passengers were not evacuated, if we can say that, and no flights were disrupted by the incident. Terminal 1 in LAX. There was never a threat, Fetter said. He said police and FBI were called an abundance of caution. Wait a minute. A suspicious item was found during a body cavity search of the See, man. I thought you were going to get to the point in the story where the guy explains what this device was, what its function is, why you would have a magnet up your ass. That's the end of the story. Oh, no. I need closure. Closure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I've heard of magnetic bracelets. That's all I got. Like, like Clemenza, who got? Champagne. Champagne, champagne cocktails. And you're passing judgment on how I run my thing. 
Ciao famiglia. Ancora pote il nome del collega. Parla italiano. Tu sempre devi rispettare i cosi di famiglia. A morire me, non mangio qua, non mangio Las Vegas. E non mangia il Miami! Non mangia il Miami, baby! Everybody is starving to death! Non mangia il Miami! Mangia la ganja! 1048 votes. Let's take another look at this uh, poll. It's, uh, you know, it's okay. Not one of my all time favorites. What do you miss most about your youth? I would say having it. Being it, you know? Mm -hmm. Being living and breathing, especially being an old fossil that I am. Sex with young people my own age, 203. Everything always comes back to sex. And there's Rob Hanrahan on my TV again looking really uh, fine as wine. He actually does look pretty good. I'm sorry. See, it all comes back to sex every damn time. Sex, sex, sex. That's all it comes back to. And why not? What else is there? Being irresponsible with no real consequences, 176. My body, 158. I wonder if that has something to do with sex. Real music, 95. Being single, 74. My hair is 74. I don't miss mine. I just keep chopping off what little I got. American Americans who were mostly loved abroad, liked, liked it at 57. Being ignorant, as in ignorance is bliss, 42. Being, I, I, think the, I think being oblivious would be a better word than being ignorant, but you know, they explained it. That's what they're trying to say, right? Oblivious? Mm -hmm. I hate this poll, 40, only 3.8%. They likes it. Real radio, 31. Segregation. We got uh, About 30, man. 30 racists out there. I'm sure we got a lot more than that, but they just had other things to vote for. Being in school and actually learning something, 29. Well, from the sounds of the callers, uh, you know, there aren't too many who missed it because they never did that. I never did. What did we learn? We learned uh, algebra and all kinds of... Yeah, well, what, what, was, what was the point of all of that? And that thing we were talking about the other day, about the presidents in chronological yeah. order. Who, who cares? What right. is that going to do for my life? Huh? Nothing. What is that going to do? Madison and Monroe and John Quincy Adams and uh, Andy Jackson and Martin Van Buren. And William Henry Harrison, who was too stupid to come in out of the cold. Anyway, John Tyler, Tippy Two and Tippy Tippy Two, Tippy Canoe and Tyler Two. Boy, do I know some crap or what? That's that's the problem. It's all crap. My stamina twenty. The Cold War. At least we knew who the enemy was. Fourteen. The Ruskies. Communista, 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 baby. That's when your people were really in their glory holes. Glory. Glory. And real newspapers, it started at 7, it's still 7 out of 1,050 votes. 1050, WMGM New York, 1050, WHN, CHUM Toronto. Don't forget, though, Canada sucks. Remember that great call we had today? Mm -hmm. We've had some really special They've calls today. They've all been really special. Come on, let's get them going again, man. 5670560. I mean, we got to get out of here at 1.30 to make way for that big hurricane basketball game. Right in the middle of the daytime when people are awake, when living and breathing people want some entertainment and a few, a few yuck. <laughs> A couple of chuckles here and there, maybe once in a while one of these. That's right, one of those. They're not going to get that. I'll tell you one thing. If they would play a couple of those in the middle of a basketball game, somebody might listen to it, you know, if they, if they promote, promote it ahead of the game. Tune in to UN Basketball today. We're going to play 100 toys. WQAM, hello. Which would be probably one per listener, because who the hell is going to be listening to that? QAM. See that thing? I punched it. I banged it. I claimed it. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Kenny and Bo must go. Kenny and Bo must go. Yeah, Kenny and Bo must go. Call him up and tell them that, okay? Tell that to a Bo's face. I'd like to see Kimbo Camper come over to your house and just stomp on you like a gnat, like a cockroach, like a like an ant, like an uncle, you jackass. But, you know, he's got a point. Well, we'll see tomorrow. We'll see what kind of number they're doing, because I know in November and December, wow. Well, December, the whole station got really uh, screwed in the numbers. 
But in November and December, that morning show had some real issues. You know what I mean by issues? Mm-mm, what? In other words, uh, it was lacking something. You know what it was? Uh, numbers? Audience. An audience. Mm. That's what it was lacking in November, December. Now, maybe in January, maybe it picked right on up there. Maybe a Super Bowl time. Everybody's whipped up about the Super Bowl. Maybe they're all whipped up about yeah. about that. Or about, uh, what's his name? That uh, What's the guy they have on all the time that uh, the agent that everybody hates? Uh, Drew Rosenhaus. House Steen Schwartz. That everybody hates like poison. And, of course, we probably didn't have Ira Windbag on that much, although I'm sure we did because it was heat season, you know. Mm-hmm. What other excuse can we have? WQAM, hello. Rock and get that WQAM, hello. There was a time. WQAM, hello. <laughs> oh, that takes us back today. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that was kind of special, if you, you know, ask we, me. We get those on Friday all the time when Suds is here. You do? It's like a Rick and Suds flashback Friday. Oh, we, 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 might have play, we might have to play uh, Beer is Good for You. and uh, No, we do that. I like Chinese. Oh, yeah, a lot. You do, do play that stuff when yes, that Suds is yes, there? Yes, we do. Have I a, like this. Have a Rick and Suds show open and everything. Well, you know how sounds like Rosie and the Originals, the Angel mm-hmm. and Sour Note. I love it. Man, I could sleep forever. Listen to Barry. I know hey, Barry. my audience snores. Wow. Now, is that really the uh, track from the song? Because usually they, you know, they use the uh, music track from the actual no. song. Huh? That's even no. more sour than the Sour Patch Kids. 1,062 votes on the poll today, and boy, I bet you we can make 1,100 before 1.30 this afternoon, and then they will fear us. Morgan, it's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. This was the moment you dreaded the most. America voted, and guess what you lost? Secrets told you you can no longer stay And Paul, I had nothing nice to say And then they put your montage on Oi! Your musical career has run aground And you've been neutered by the dog pound Absolutely WQAM, man, we are rolling along singing this song. My blood sugar is so good the last couple of days. That's why I sound like I'm full of vinegar and oh, whatever right. goes on top of it, underneath it, and over it, etc. Oil. Oh, that's right, the oily bird. Oh, you know something? I think I'm old enough now. I'm ready for the oily bird. Maybe I'll come back to Florida and enjoy the oily bird and sit around with all those old cockers in there all day mm-hmm. uh, talking about uh, their uh, whatever. Cold soup. 
So anyway, your buddy, you have a new buddy here on our MySpace, Chris, who I thought was my buddy, and I've been communicating with on here for a few days, for about a week now, but he's uh, your buddy on this, and he, he's more adamant than you are. He's bi, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I, said, I don't understand why he's so adamant. You know, he says, words do have meaning, and George is right. I think he wants you, man. <laughs> Look, give me 60 seconds to explain myself, because you wouldn't okay. let me respond go to ahead. crazy no, Go thing. ahead. Go, wait, wait a minute. Let me say this to you, okay? Uh-huh. Take all the time. We've got an hour and a half to go until that uh, horrible uh, basketball game. Great. Take all the time that you want. A kosher... Go ahead. I'm just A kidding. kosher person is someone who doesn't eat trait. A yeah. vegetarian is someone who doesn't eat meat. Uh-huh. A homosexual is someone who is attracted to members of the same sex. Right. A bisexual is attracted to members of both sex, mm-hmm. and they might have a preference. And a heterosexual is someone who is attracted exclusively to members of the opposite sex. Yes. If you identify yourself as a straight person for whatever reason, social stigma, which we know exists, uh-huh. Go ahead. people I'm are listening. cowardice, it's boring to cowardice. I keep you, you're the one you who don't wants to keep rehashing this no. over and over you, and over. You just brought it up. I didn't, and you didn't let me respond to Crazy Tammy. Out there. I'm trying with to with her rambling facts. Nice you, you, know. you see? You see, Chris? Go and ahead. everybody can hear it. Will not let me get this out. Go ahead. Just because some people uh-huh. don't want to admit to themselves that they are bisexual, that doesn't mean that they're straight. Just because they identify themselves as straight, because it would be embarrassing to what admit. What happened to the Richter scheme we were discussing the other day? Two through five is bisexual. Okay, three is right in the yeah, middle. What about if you want it, you got to buy it. If you have the ability to engage in sex willingly with members of both sexes, you are bisexual. Lots of straight guys go to prison and don't have gay sex. They are the straight ones. Rape, notwithstanding. Okay, so now just because Here, some here's people another message, okay? Because right. everybody, everybody's communicating with me. I got all three of right. my um, correspondents on here today. Lots this of ones. What? Lots of bisexual guys and straight guys represent themselves as straight and would never admit it to anyone, possibly even themselves, that they're bisexual or gay. See, my philosophy is don't ask, don't tell. When you I won't said ask, you that have you, to had, tell. you were having a discussion with Dan Stewart or somebody talking about all the straight guys Dan you both Stewart? had sex oh, with, we're fine. and I was laughing, you forced me to say, to explain why Can I was laughing. I just laughing. read Chris's comment here, because you are getting so ponderous with this. Uh-huh. He says, trust me, Neil, I'm calm. That woman is just getting... He was bitching about that, uh, what's her name again? Crazy Tammy. Tammy. Getting on my nerves because she sounds exactly like these pseudo-intellectual whores that are Uh all over D.C. That's where Chris is, up in D.C., but he's a Florida guy. So when are you going, uh... Well, come on, share it. You were just saying we can all use a good laugh in the middle of the day. Oh, man. Yesterday I was talking about it was Woodbine Wednesday and I was going to mm-hmm. Woodbine. This this guy being having a great sense of humor and confident enough that I'll understand it. He he said, "Hope you win us a lot of money today, Woodbine." <laughs> so he says, "When are you going to go back to get some of our money back?" That's great. <laughs> That's cute. Nice going, Chris. You're cute in more ways than one. But anyway, there he is, another another superstar. Everybody wants to be a star in this show. You know, we got Steven, and we got uh, Brandon, and we got Chris, and we got this one and that one, and whatever we got. You know, even that gay psychologist that you were reading. Are, the are you still from, on this? You wouldn't oh, let me go finish. Ahead. Go ahead. He said a lot of straight identified guys come to me and say this and that, and that's exactly what they are. They're straight identified guys. They're not straight because they've had some gay sex. And you discussed it yourself with that other guy. You're born with an orientation. With what other guy? The guy that said. Remember the guy that uh, the 
that uh, the guy with the, in the corner that, that was saying, uh, you know, you choose to be what you are. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, you realize it. You are First born. First he said realize, then right, he said you decide. Right. And I said, well, wait you a minute. Which is it? Realize or decide? Because you certainly don't decide. You realize it. You come to grips with our music. We are all born. What you are what you're attracted to. We are all are born. What you are. We are born. Just like, uh, just like Michael said to Vincent in Godfather right. 3. You are what you, you are. are what you are. And you're born that way. And it doesn't matter what you label yourself. And it doesn't yeah. matter if you're embarrassed to uh, identify yourself as a bisexual person. If you have the ability to willingly engage in sex with a... See, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's really it. ironic that you go through all of this because generally speaking, uh -huh. when we talk about anything that has to do with gay, you have a line. It's a good, it's a great line. You've been saying it for years. What's it to you? What's it to you? What who cares? Here. I don't care. In fact, that's one of the main reasons I don't ask because I don't right. want anybody to... You know, if, if they're ready to do a rock and roll, that's fine with me. I don't really the, need any identification. I don't look I, at photo ID unless I'm worried about their age, uh, stuff like that, you know? Words have actual definitions, and I know oh, what that's what I that's the Webster thing. thing. Words do I mean something. That's right. But, but they don't mean anything to me. See, I don't care. Well... I don't care. That's fine, but some of us use words correctly. <laughs> and, and, and like to. <laughs> and some of us get paid a lot of money, but that's right. beside the point. Yeah. I'll oh. take the money. So I make mistakes. Would it be my first mistake? Do I make mistakes? Some mistake. A lot, perfect? Of, no. a lot of guys, play, a lot of gay guys want to play along with that fantasy because they, you know, they think it will cut into their action. I, I don't have a fantasy of a label, okay? I don't have that kind of a fantasy. My fantasy would be that my friend from Berlin from last summer during the World Cup, which if I could draw you a picture, you would. a lot of you people would swoon and fall on the floor and say, that can't be possible, not you, Neil. Yeah, it was just one of those miracle experiences, okay? That would be my fantasy, okay, is that I, oh, there's a knock on the door right now. I open the door, and there he is, okay, uh, waddling in here saying, oh, I'm, with, with a little bit of luggage, saying a, a toothbrush and uh, whatever else, some deodorant, I'm staying. That would be my fantasy, okay? And okay. I wouldn't say, well, let me ask you, are you heterosexual? Are you uh, one to six on a Richter scale? I'd just say, hey, the show will be over 130. In fact, hey. I wouldn't even say the show will be over 130. I'd come running right back in here and right. say, oh, i got a bad headache, George. You're on. This all started years ago because you were talking about how great it is to get a straight guy to have sex with you. And I laugh. You are you are a crazy person. Okay. I talked about how great it was to get a you straight and some guy other sex with some him? other fag were in the WIOD in the studio. I never, I never said that and, in my and life. I, and I and I laughed and uh, you said, what's so funny? And I said you'd never never had sex with a straight guy and you got really upset and you still are to this day. Let me let me put it this way: <laughs> coming with like Tom Brady, for example, since he's in the news and he's impregnating every slut in the, I mean every uh, broad in the world. Oh, yeah, I would like, would I like to have sex with Tom Brady, who's very heterosexual. Yeah, is he going to have sex with me? No. Am I ever going to meet Tom Brady? No, so who cares? How about Brady Quinn? He would do in a pinch. You know, he might I, pinch it. I know a lot of people that are cheating on their wives, but they would never consider themselves an adulterer because that would be too embarrassing. So they call themselves monogamous, but that doesn't make it so. Oh. I, think I, I have three words. Gary Sarner even a cheeseburger the other day, too. Gary Sarner had a cheeseburger? No, I'm yeah, that, right. I'm making I like that story. I would put Traif in every piece of his food. I just have three words for you, George. Remember the bird. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, aren't you, aren't you the guy that... No, I'm not, but aren't you the guy that says something? Well, you know, you're going to get this new deal, and if Norma's listening, make sure he takes good care of George. What did I say and on the air yesterday? What did I say on the air yesterday? Take good care of George. Isn't that what I yes, said? Yes, you did. And now you're giving me crap making up stuff that I said years ago about uh, how I, how I was so... What was it again? What was the phrase? 
you've had sex with straight guys and how great it no, is. No, no, that's not what you said that I said. You, you claimed that I you made some You and some other guy were talking about how great it is when you can get straight guys to have sex with you. No, when you get hot guys to have sex with you. Not straight, not no, gay, not straight. bi, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Remember that campaign they ran on Channel 4 years mm -hmm. ago? Very annoying. Remember that song? Hot, hot, well, hot. That's, that's how this campaign. whole argument started anyway. There is no argument. I, okay. I don't care. Don't you understand? Uh -huh. I care less about this than almost anything in the world. Because it, it's, so, it's so ludicrous hearing you sitting around there pontificating day after day about gay people and the sex that we have and who we're doing and who we're not doing no, and what no. they are. What, about I, I don't care. It's, it's of no interest to me. If some, hot looking, if some hot-looking young thing, some female came in here right now, about 20 years old, as hot as could be, with gigantic bazoombas, scantily clad, and she hopped into your lap, would you say, oh, are you straight, honey? You know, I had such In fact, the irony of it is that all you straight guys are so obsessed with dykes that it's just unbelievable now. So I had sex with this chick who considered herself a lesbian? Yeah. She called herself a lesbian. Yeah. She and identified herself with a lesbian. Nothing, and I had sex with her. So well, Let me know when it happens. QAM, hello. It did. Neil. She was from yes. Guam. Hey, can you read the news? This is getting ponderous. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I agree. I better get back to the telephone directory. WQAM, hello. Can I speak to Reverend George? Hey, George, I had uh, sex with a she-male, so what does that exactly make me? Desperate. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Bring back Josh. Goodbye, Rotondo. Bring back Josh. Oh, Josh friends out there, Chris. No wonder, he's, no wonder he's been in here sucking around the last few days. He's looking to get the job back. Again. You're making enemies already. It's all good. Chris doesn't care. He's getting free food in there, which he needs like a hole in the head because he's trying desperately to lose weight and stay alive. If you want to stay alive, man, I'm telling you right now, as a friend, I don't love you, but as a friend. Well, I mean, you know, how long was uh, Josh on the show? Two years? Two years. Yeah. Took two years before we developed that special bond, that special love between uh, board op and the talk right. host. Very platonic, non-sexual kind of love. Yes. Course. I have that. In fact, that's the story of my life, but that's okay. I don't mind. 11.01 on the pool. We made 1.100 now. Oh! And we still got an hour and 18 minutes to go. Not that we're counting, of course. The biggest name. I f***ing blow. Crazy is a loon, whatever that means. Why is a loon crazy? A loon is a bird, of course. A crazy sound, maybe. Is that I what they know. do? Uh, how about like Looney Tunes and Woody Woodpecker yeah. and the Bugs Bunny? Well, and they uh, make a funny sound too. 
Elmer Fudd. Well, and uh, Sylvester the Cat. Wasn't that Looney Tunes? Yes. Now, they still have, they don't still have all those, do they? I mean, they're out there, but they're See, not like, making any new ones. Touching with our pool today, that's one of the things I would like to go back, is to being a kid, I used to go to number eight school in Rochester, okay? In uh, uh, elementary school, in uh, kindergarten and first mm-hmm. grade, second grade. And uh, right across from the school was Louis Sussman's newsstand. Now, isn't that something I remember his name? And I remember one year I mentioned on the air, oh, I remember Louis Sussman's brother. It's like they got to talk about Steve Lawrence's brother, who used to be the elevator operator at the Gulfstream. Remember the Humper and I used to talk about that all the time? Right, stupid! Yeah. Louis Sussman was the guy, and he had a, uh, a newsstand back in the day, and they would sell, you know, like uh, stogies and um, faggots and stuff like that, and, and comic books and baseball cards. And so when you were a kid back in those days, that's where you spent a lot of your time. You weren't buying condoms back in those days like now. Now, let's see if this is going to... Well, no, I mean, this is an ongoing... Chris, I guess, wants his own segment. One thing about the people online here that you get in touch with, you notice they all, all of them, I don't think there's any exception, they all become ham bones. You know what I mean? They want to yeah. be celebrities. That's all right. Which is fine. Yeah. Huh? I have no problem with that. We can use some good material. You know I mean? It's not as exciting as reading the newspaper or the phone directory. But then or what is? Paper and plastic and aluminum foil. No, you see, you didn't understand what I was talking about, did you, with the tinfoil? Sure I did. I have the oh. same problem sometimes. Oh, I mean, I have that careful. problem almost all the time. In fact, if I can get through a whole roll of aluminum foil, why do I keep calling them that? Everybody calls it tinfoil, but that's weird. Aluminum foil. Aluminum. Without, without, like, shredding, like, so it comes out, like, in little uh, slices. Like, I feel like I really had a major accomplishment. There's like a, my mother with there's a method. Let's see. It says, if you ever need another... <laughs> in other words, he's, he, I, I said to him about the line about winning back our money. I said, what time is your show on? He said, if you ever need another member of your crew, he's it. And then he says, going back to your line, this whole business, because he's, he's even more adamant than you are. He hates Tammy. He's like, you know, when somebody starts typing in capital letters with a million uh-huh. exclamation points, you know, they're worked up into a frenzy. No, no, just because she's crazy. She's well, still funny. He, but he just uh, hates her like poison for whatever reason. And I think, uh, you know, he's sucking up to you. I think he wants you. Well, well he's by, you know. I understand. He hasn't seen you yet. Wait till you see George, Chris. You might change your yeah, mind. Nobody wants me. If you see okay. me, you'll probably shut off this whole thing. <laughs> what? I usually don't have bad sex because I'm just that damn good, is what he said with a <laughs> ha-ha afterward. <laughs> well, that's true. Bad sex is a rare thing. You know, how well, often does that happen? No, I would not agree with that. There is such a thing. There is such a no, thing. It's rare. Once it's upon rare, a time, I would have argued with that, but uh, you're right. <laughs> it's rare, but it happens. Yes. And, of course, now, see, I'm, I'm assuming Chris understands I'm talking about with a partner. <laughs> I, assume, I assume. Yeah, because he says, I don't because I'm just that damn good. It doesn't make any difference how good you are, but if you're... And, of course, that also goes back to the thing I was talking about in the last hour, about the difference between gay sex, which certainly leaves many more... Um, Oh, what's the term I was going to use? I was going to say openings, but that's a very <laughs> bad choice. No, that, was, that was a bad choice of words. Uh, options is the word I'm looking for. Uh, options. As opposed to the right. desperation of the simultaneous orgasm, which, you know, back in the day, of course, before all this women's lip thing, yeah. guys didn't give a crap let, about that. Let me you tell know? you, it isn't the simultaneous orgasm. It's just getting them to have one. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. As, of, as opposed to the guys where we know it's all uh, very easily accomplished. That is correct. There are, there we have A's. John <laughs> Nichols writes, I bet you didn't think I'd get back to this with all this sex talk we got going on here. I feel like Dr. Root, or at least old enough. Vermont votes to impeach Bush and Cheney. Ow! All right, now we're talking heavy duty. Are you cracking your knuckles again? Yes, I am. Boy, that's our crack expert. 
wonder how long this this, this thing goes on. Oh, brother! What well, I'll, I'll get it in there. I'll read. I'll read as much as I can, and I'll chop myself off, so to speak. Well, Vermont Governor Jim Douglas, a Republican with reasonably close ties to President Bush, asked if there was any additional business to be considered at the town meeting he was running in Middlebury, Vermont. Ellen McKay popped up and proposed the impeachment of Bush and Vice President Dick Cheney, to which we say, oh! The governor was not amused. He's a Republican. As moderator of the annual meeting, he tried to suggest that the proposal to impeach, along with another proposal to withdraw U.S. troops from Iraq, could not be voted on. But McKay, a program coordinator at Middlebury College, pressed her case... And it soon became evident that the crowd at the annual meeting shared her desire to hold the president to account, so Douglas backed down. It became clear that no one was going home until they had a chance to discuss the resolutions and vote on them, explained David Rosenberg. Rosenberg! Oy! A political science professor at Middlebury College, and being a good politician, he allowed the vote to happen. By an overwhelming voice vote, Middlebury called for impeachment. So it's gone this week at town meetings across Vermont, most of which were held Tuesday. As Bruce Williams would say, Tuesday. And why he says that, I have no idea, probably because he's an a-hole. Late Tuesday night, Tuesday night, there were confirmed reports that 36 towns had backed impeachment resolutions. The number was expected to rise. In one town, Putney, the vote for impeachment was unanimous. I wonder if that was named after Channel 10's Michael Putney, who's a nice guy, but as boring as, uh, oh, listening to paint dry, not even watching it, just listening. In addition to Governor Douglas's Middlebury, the town of Heartland, which is home to Congressman Peter Welch, backed impeachment. So too did Jericho. Oh, I wonder if the walls are crumbling down. Home of Gay Symington. What kind of a name is huh? that? Gay. The Speaker of the Vermont House of Representatives. G-A-Y-E. Gay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a female. I know. That's, what I, that's why I spelt it. You smelt it, and I spelt it. Organizers of the grassroots strive to get town meetings to back impeachment resolutions hope that the overwhelming support the initiatives received will convince Welch to introduce articles of impeachment against Bush and Cheney. That's something the Democratic congressman is resisting, even though his predecessor, Bernie Sanders, signed on last year to a proposal by Michigan Congressman John Conyers to set up a House committee to look into impeachment. Well, you realize we just got over an hour to go to that awful basketball game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel really uh, cheated today. Not. And then, of course, tomorrow's payday. Not. Oh! That is. And Chris is not too happy. He saw his stub. Well, I already got paid. He has a mirror. Yeah, if you if I was as fat as you are, man, I'd have difficulty seeing mine. In fact, even now I. Vermont <laughs> activists also want their legislature to approve articles of impeachment and forward them to Congress. But Symington, also a Democrat, has discouraged the initiative, despite the fact that more than 20 representatives have co-sponsored impeachment resolution. Spineless Democrats, man, there's another one for you. Gay Symington. No wonder they call her gay. You know, it's going to be hard for Peter Welch and Gay Simington to say there's no sentiment for impeachment now that our towns have voted for it, says Dandy Walt of Newfane, Vermont, town select man who started the impeachment initiative last year in his town and now plans to launch a campaign to pressure Welch and Simon to respect and reflect the will of the people. It's going to be even harder for Governor Douglas, who just this month spent two nights at the Bush White House, to face his president. After all, Douglas now lives in a town that's on record in support of Bush's impeachment and trial for high crimes and misdemeanors. And it goes on and on about all the different uh, parts of the, res- the resolution. Bada beep, bada beep. Uh, John Nichols' new book, by the way, The Genius of Impeachment, The Founder's Cure for Royalism. And that's uh, something I better go out and get that right now. I also got to go out and get the um, Borat DVD. No, I'm going to send it to you next time. Oh, you're going to send it to me? What a guy. See, there he is. He gave me a whole song and a dance, arguing like crazy, saying, remember the bird, remember the main. Is that what you said? Remember the main? That's right. Remember Marjorie Main? Marjorie Maine. Well, you got to be 100 years old to remember that old bag. Who? How about what's your name that had the tea bag hanging from her uh, hat? What was her name? Minnie Pearl. Minnie Pearl. Very, it was very a, good. You see that? It was a price well, there's bag. Rob. Uh, they've had him on there all day for crying out loud. And he's lo- you know something? Every time he comes back, he looks better. In fact, I would say right about now, he looks really ready. Administrative clerk and a manager are walking to lunch when they find an antique oil lamp. 
They rub it and a genie appears. The genie says, I'll give you each just one wish. Me first, says the administrative clerk. I want to be in the Bahamas driving a speedboat without a care in the world. The genie snaps his fingers and poof, the woman disappears. Me next, says the sales rep. I want to be in Hawaii relaxing on the beach with my personal masseuse, an endless supply of pina coladas and the love of my life. The genie once again snaps his fingers and poof, gone. Okay, you're up next, the genie says to the manager. And the manager says, I want those two back in the office after lunch. Paul Harley. <laughs> Good day. Good day. 1231 at 560 WQAM. Rolling along, singing the song. It's, uh, can we, I, I say, let's make a vow, okay? Let's have our vows. Should I play music? 1,258 uh, friends, by the way, on our MySpace page. We're going to, I think, what, what, do we have a goal on there? Like uh, 2,000 would be phenomenal. I'm mean, oh, sure it'll be, happen. Well, I mean, that's going to be a long ways off. Well, yeah, 2,000 would be such a spectacular number. But nevertheless, maybe Johnny G can go out and find some friends to put on there. Hey, Johnny, got any friends? Oh. Wedding Bell Blues, baby. Fifth Dimension, Marilyn McCoo. See, I, I, she I, could. I paused. She could coo. Coochie coo. By the way, uh, Chris wants to set you up with some hot chick. He's married. Sweet. Chris. He's married. Maybe the hot and chick is, too. Some hot chick in Miami. And uh, you don't have to ask any questions. Straight, uh, dyke, uh, bye. Just uh, anyway. Send her bye, Chris. Matchmaker, matchmaker. Oh, did I say bye? Anyway, we're not going to discuss that on the show ever again. Okay. It, no, it's just, it's just ponderous. I mean, you know, you've got your thing about your uh, in, you know, adamant, militant, and Tammy, of course, is diametrically opposed. She's, like, hysterical about it. And, and I just, I really don't care. I don't care. Okay. It, it, it's of no consequence to me, okay? I'm not, I'm not interested in labels, in words. Uh, I'm a man of very few words in those kinds of situations. I'm not interested in words, okay? More interested in deeds. Remember Mr. Deeds goes to Washington? Mr. Deeds, we're going to send him up there for you, Chris, if you don't watch your ass. He might take care of it. Nevertheless. Okay, let's get back to uh, whatever we're doing. What were we doing? We're killing time. 58 minutes till basketball time. Oh! Is there anybody thing. in this audience? Okay, here, here's a great idea. Because these people have nothing to talk about today. There's nothing going on. There's a lot of dead people in Iraq and more dead soldiers and stuff like that. But they're so used to that by now. You know, they've been, uh, like Faye Dunaway said in Network, they've shot themselves, uh, they've effed themselves limp, they've shot themselves up, and mm -hmm. uh, they don't care anymore. Remember that scene? Yes, I do. Yes. Well, that's, that's America for you, you know. People are just beaten down to a bloody pulp. So I'm thinking what we ought to do is find out how many people are going to be listening to the Hurricane basketball game at 1.30. The pregame at 1.30. UM in Maryland, the ACC tournament from Tampa with the Beast and Clarence and uh, Joe Zagacki. Joe Zagacki sucks, okay? And uh, what device are you going to use to measure this response? No, I'm gonna, we're going to take a survey on the phone. <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? Okay. I want to find out from our audience if they're going to be listening at 1.30 or if they're going to be... Turning that dial, or maybe just go and you know take a nap or take a good cold shower. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon. Well, this is kind of an interesting survey. It's like over and above our regular poll, so to speak. We got the the regular poll going on on the side, and how many votes we got on the regular poll, Chris? We got eleven thirty four. Oh, we're going to make over twelve hundred today, even with a short show. I guarantee it. I'll bet you Chris's life on it. Okay, because we got. Huh? Well, you know we're going to do that. We got almost an hour to go. We can't get sixty-six votes in an hour. What kind of a don't don't be a eight hundred pound weakling, okay? No, have we some, can do. It. Has the, as as uh, Frankie Pantangeli would say, have some fiducci, which means have some faith. Is that what that I means? Think. Fiducci, yeah. Sounds filthy. 
My father used to say that all the time. Fiducci. He was a jackass, my father. Any relation to Don Fiducci? Oh. Yeah, John Fiducci. WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil. Uh, I'm going to be listening to the game. I drive for a living, so I got nothing else to listen to once you get off. Okay, but by now, would you rather listen to us or the game? I'd rather listen to you guys. Okay, thanks, Pally. Later. Drive it safe. QAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil, what's up? How you doing, sir? Uh, I am not going to be listening after one thirty. <laughs> <laughs> not only is he not going to be listening, but he's getting a big kick out of it too. How do you like that? In fact, let's keep track now. Yes. You need to keep score. And no, I'm keeping score. Okay, I can handle it. I got I got eighty different things going on here at the same time. I got my MySpace correspondence going right. on over here. I got the poll, the regular poll, this poll. I got all, and I got uh, all kinds of crap going on. Be like a poll Walter. Do, 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 do. A few of those. WQAM, hello. I'll be in the gym at one thirty, working off a little more fat. Okay. All right, bye. See, she ain't going to be listening. Oh, no, she might have had her Sony Walkman, though. She's working off that slab. Maybe she's listening to what's-his-name, Sean. I'm going to, at one I'm going to start my exercise routine. It's called lifting the fork <laughs> to the mouth. Well, I'm just going to have me a little uh, light no, lunch. That's what I said earlier. They're called fork and then, and then I'm going to find out about all of Chris's uh, sex exploits there online. You know, if you put a lot of food on the I don't fork? Think we, I don't think I have enough time to find out about all of them, evidently. WQAM, hello. I'm uh, definitely not listening in. Okay, thank you, sir. Okay, so out of the first four, it's not looking good. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Will you please play, play the uh, two-second best of... WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. I'll be listening as long as they don't read sports news the whole time. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. No, that's actually what they're going to do. Wait a minute. Here comes an important message. Oh, it's from American Distress. See what I said the other day about how I hate these things? I can't stand these emails, these spam emails. I don't want to unsubscribe. It might be impotent, but I doubt it. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes. Um, I will definitely be listening. It's going to be one of the best games of the year. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I'm getting excited now. I get the peak to comment. Bring on the game! Yeah! WQAM, hello. That was Joe Bell. QAM, hello. I want to listen to you, Cracker. I want to listen to you, Cracker. I love you, man. Get that game. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. If you're not on the radio, I have to go back to work. Okay. Thanks. Bye. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. You're the best thing to happen to this town since Craig Worthing. Yeah. Hey, you ever had a poll of... Uh, what does that have to do with the basketball game? Are you going to be listening at 1.30 to the Canes game? Oh, no, basketball sucks. I hate it. Okay, thank you. Okay, so nine votes so far, three yes, six no. WQAM, hello. QAM. I think maybe Joe Bell and Clarence will probably be the only ones listening after 1.30 because I'm going to dive at that dial and shut it off. You're diving at it? This must be Greg Lusanis calling. It's the only diver I know. One thing about most, and what, what is that? Where did that come from? You know, what, the whole thing about swimmers and divers, most of them being gay. I, I don't understand that. Can you explain that to me? I, I don't know. It just seems to um, just so many seem to gravitate toward it. In. Yeah, they gravitate toward it. WQAM, hello. See, that was another one of those deals where you punch it up and it's like uh, a four-hour like delay. The male ballet hello. dancers. Hola, Johnny. Hola. Hello. 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 Hola. Johnny. 
WQAM 560. Hello. Hello. Schmuck. WQAM, hello. He's probably got the radio stuck up. QAM, hello. Real goddess. Yeah. Can't do it. WQAM, hello. Yes. Yeah. I love to listen to Joe Zagaki when I sleep. Okay. Sounds like a no to me. QAM, hello. Yeah, I definitely won't be watching that, listening to that game. And George, did you see South Park last night? No, but taped it. I heard it was good. Okay, even uh, Chris, you're a friend correspondent there. He's your buddy now. I thought he was mine, but he's your buddy now because he says also you guys watched South Park. It was great last night. Uh, I didn't, I really remember to watch it. You know, I love it. Sleepy, and so uh, t- just taped it. I hit uh, record and went to bed. Oh, well, you better wa- better watch I it will. as soon watch as you get tonight. home. Watch the South Park because everybody says it was great last night. It's always great. Eleven forty-seven on the pool, man. We'll get to our twelve hundred. We got like let's see, twenty-one and thirty is fifty-one minutes till it. And so far, we've got let's see, nine, nine, twelve votes. Nine will not be listening. Three yes. So of this audience, that means that the uh, three quarters of them, seventy-five percent, will be bye, bye, bye. But we don't care about that because we got a lot of spots in that pregame show. Piss people, piss me out. Have you ever turned on the radio and said that song makes me sick? Well, now KOPEC Tape Records presents songs that make you wanna throw up. Doctor, doctor, gonna upchuck on you. I got a bad case of feeling good. Yes, on songs that make you wanna throw up, you get sting. A complete barfarama. And who could forget the classic? Puke, 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 puke and hurl. Puke, puke, puke and hurl. Puke, puke, puke and hurl. Puke, puke. You know you make me want to buy. Lose my groceries. Buy. Roll my chow now. Buy. 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 Pukin' to the pukin'. Songs that make you wanna throw up. Sounds like South Florida FM music to me. Songs that make you wanna puke your guts out. Now, here's a line that's gonna really get you in my last uh, correspondence uh, paragraph here. Okay. Now, is your wife listening to the show or not? I don't know. Well, no, because I ask you that all the time. She she listens when she's in the car and running errands and stuff. So I better not read this. It doesn't matter. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I'd absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, that was a love to send my female friend over to the studio t- to bring George and Chris lunch, and mm-hmm. they can jewel all over her. Trust mm-hmm. me, they'd have to be eunuchs not to when they see her in the flesh. We would love to have her come to the studio and bring her <laughs> I thought there was a period there after that. Sorry, I was taking a breath. Oh. Well, maybe we can set this up, and then we'll then we'll see. Then they will fear you, man. Yeah, that what would be, be wrong with that? Sweet. What would be wrong with that? Having some nice, voluptuous young lady come in here and bring you lunch and just get familiar, Nothing. you know, getting Nothing. to know you. She could sit on my lap. We can talk about whatever pops up. No, I didn't say that. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. At one thirty, I will be going to the Margulies Collection, and I'll do a little coke and smoke a little dope or something. Okay, that. excellent choice. Good choice. He will not be listening. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil, you do me a favor. Can you play that the Tim Hardaway? Oh, he hit it. And the Mad Dog. Yeah. No. Please. No. Please. Please. Go back and learn some English, okay? Then call me back in about <laughs> Maybe I'll do it. Yeah, there you go. Here's a little but, for you. Yeah, there you go. Well, if he would speak perfect English or even cl- like real English, you know. Not that baby talk. Please, That's please. Right. You know. Yeah, I'm sure it's the best he can do. Spickety English, man. Spickety English. 
5670560. Take a little quick survey here to find out how many of our pipples is going to be listening when a UM pregame show comes out at 1.30. This is just to prove a point, which you already know the answer. A gigantic, a mammoth tune-out. I mean, just unbelievable. In fact, one of my correspondents on there yesterday, I think it was, sent me an email saying, how can they possibly be that stupid? No, actually, it was a couple of days ago when we had the Marlins game on. Remember on Tuesday when we left at 12.50? Yeah. How can they be that? Why don't they put it on another station? How can they be that stupid? Even our MySpace friends out there are uh, astute enough. They don't, you don't have to be in radio. You don't have to be a program actor to realize, but nevertheless, we enjoy it a lot. I'm not complaining. I want you to understand that. But I think there ought to be like a, some kind of a... Uh, uh, a, a what? What would you call like an adjustment? Like increase our number by uh, when the book comes out by about fifteen percent? Right, like, like a handicap score. We're like a handicap. That's right. To compensate for all those days when we have like nobody. I mean nobody listening. Mm-hmm. And of course, Clarence. Clarence is playing the broadcaster. He's Kane's the sports broadcaster. Clarence Darrow, blah, 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 like a little child, you know. And Joe Bell says, "Oh yeah, no problem." Like Frankie Pentangeli. Yeah, you want to go? Sure, no problem. Like that. Stupid. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. At 120, I'm going to be blazing up a blunt super scope, and then uh, I don't know what's going to happen after that. Okay. WQAM, hello. Neil. Q- yes, sir. On those uh, hurricane jerseys under the big letter U, they had to put fairies. <laughs> ah, I love it. You fairy. Right. That's right. What a, that's Kane's a, that's put an the fairy. Kane's put the fairy in. You fairy. That was excellent. See, I told you these calls were going to be sensational, and you're sitting there, nah, nah, you know, let's talk more about uh, gay men in Australia. Who cares about that nonsense, you know? <laughs> Jesus, beating it to a bloody pulp, if I can say that. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes. Can you play the best of Prozac, Ron, and Jamba? WQAM, hello. Yeah, yes. you just heard it. QAM. Yes. Yeah, Neil. Uh, if you want, to, if you want the numbers to drop at one thirty, put Joey Reynolds back on the air. Are you going to be listening to the basketball game, sir? That's the question. No, I'm not going to be listening to the game. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. WQAM. Hello. QAM. Not me. I'm tuning out. Bye. When in doubt, he's tuning out. Well, he sounded a little bit surly about it too. Not me. I'm tuning out. I'm out of here, baby. I'm out. Didn't he sound like a little bit squirrely about it? And militant. No need to get, like, uh, psychotic about it. It's not our choice, okay? If it was up to us, we'd stay until midnight. Right. <laughs> Anybody buying that? WQAM, hello. I'll be listening to tapes at one thirty. <laughs> that was, uh, that was Joe. Joe Bell. Yeah, he's, he's, he's already getting ready for that summer schedule. But that's not that far away either. What is it, the 8th of March? April, May, June. Three months. Oh, my God. And I got a nice vacation there in between. Not that all far away, about a month away. Wow. I bet you Joe is hyperventilating. He's probably doing the uh, Green Apple Quick Step a lot these days, knowing that George is going to be on three days a week starting like the middle of June, all the way through the rest of June and July and August, and like up until the week after Labor Day. Oh, man. Let's see here. It says, I don't do MySpace, so I can't send you the link. But trust me, it says, you've got to see this clip from NBC News. Type in the URL and watch, it says. And the URL is this long Sodom the Unseen video. Yeah, how about email me the link, and then we can just click on it, and I can forward it to you, and nobody has to type. What, you think I can't, I can't do this? I can't Please? do it. I beg your pardon? I can't do it. I'm too lazy. To type in the URL? I mean, granted, it's a long one, but you yeah. don't think I can do that? I can't handle it? Although you notice, this, 
Oh, I see. It's the uh, the I hate that underline stuff because it's got yeah. like underline under a word. You don't underline under a right. word, do you? No, no. That's so what is it's that? showing up. In other words, his, his facts, that's the hyperlink. That's the blue line that you're seeing under there. So you're gonna oh, get, oh, I see. We're both going to get confused. I'm sure the underscore yeah, but, well, is somewhere. But, but what goes in the, in between there? Is, is the it underscore, the underline? The underscore, yeah. Oh, okay. I can handle it right after the show. After the show, I don't have time to do all of these things. I may be like a magician here handling all of this stuff there, but I can't uh, do all of that. Maybe I'll, I'll check. Grew an extra hand. Okay. What do you miss most about your youth? I'm not going to even read the result. I'll do it once more before the uh, ball game because it's uh, boring. 1169. We got. I told you we got the 1200. Look tonight, even on a short show, Chris. 1170. So they may be ripping your ass, but boy, I tell you, now we're just jealous. Here, we used to get like four or five thousand votes on the poll. Not. WQAM, hello. Not there. They missed their chance. QAM, hello. I'm not watching the game either. Okay. QAM, hello. Yeah, look into your speaker. You'll see Joe Zagaki there trying to get a personality transplant. QAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, no way I'll be uh, listening uh, to that to UM game. I'd rather listen to some Panthers hockey. Uh, number one. Number two, I yes. just got back into town, and I heard that you had mentioned that guy, JP, that used to work for you. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. I'm a friend of his, so kill me if he knew I was calling you, but uh, he's working at Channel 7 now. JP, uh, Papa Juan Pablo? Yeah, JP, you know, he, How's he, he go to. Okay? He's doing pretty well over there, but uh, I know he tried to email you one time to tell you he was back in town, and, uh, you know, just thought you should know. I never got it. Tell, tell him to hop on our MySpace, man. Uh, all right, man. Come hop on it. Thanks. Well, there you go. And you kept saying me the other day, well, JP, I don't remember him working on this station. Boy, I'll tell you, boy, you have, I think you're an uh, old-timer. Yeah, we both have in. a selective memory for the important And that's got things. nothing to do with that. Uh, it has nothing to do with sex. I mean, he does. Obviously, he's hotter than hell if you take uh, 40 pounds of hair off his chest. But um, you know, um, what, what has that got to do with it? I mean, remember people that I worked with, including, uh, what's her name, Shannon, Shannon or whatever her name yeah, well, was? She was here for a long time. Okay. She was smoking. Oh, well, well what's the point? Everything with you is about whether you were attracted to how wanted to hop on their bones. See, I never had JP crawling around on his hands and knees on the floor like you were doing with Shannon there, opening up the cabinet looking for stuff that wasn't in there. Well, why not? I mean, that was so freaking obvious. I used to sit there just chortling to myself like, <laughs> like that. Man, what a pervert, you know? If there's one thing that I can really relate to, it's perverts. In fact, all of my correspondents here on this MySpace, the only people I talk to are real perverts. Trust me, not amateur Good. perverts. I'm talking about real perverts. Those are the kind of people I can relate to and I want to associate with. Anybody who's a goody two-shoes or doesn't even want to try to be a pervert, ah, eh, you deal with them, you know what I mean? Well, uh, and, even, and even you don't want to I don't them. even trust those people. Yeah, because you know they're full of crap. They're full of crap, and that means that whatever it is... Oh, we don't like that word, pervert, yeah, Neil. Yeah. We don't want to be classified as perverts. No, just, I guess, lonely. That I guess just means the what they're into is too embarrassing for them to admit. Probably. WQAM, hello. QAM. Come on, Captain Canada. WQAM, hello. Joe Sagaki, you company man, you fairy. WQAM, hello. 7775. All right, give it a ring. Maybe they're the one that's going to be listening. Nobody on five. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, is so Jimmy and Danny going to be calling that game? Who? Jimmy and Danny. Yeah, Jimmy and Danny and Danny and Jimmy, yeah, schmuck. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Neil, do me a favor. No. 
taking a survey here, and these people got their own agenda. I'm just, and just a yes or no. Very simple, yes or no, and they still can't get it done. That's the kind of riffraff. That's the kind of swill. That's the kind of walking manure that populates such a gigantic portion of South Florida. That's what we deal with on this show. I, I love it. I personally am enchanted with it. Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 16, 16 out of 19. Okay. Well, that, that, that's a hard number to figure. So let's, let's give another one for yes, four. Just make one up. Somebody will be listening in the building because they're, they're captive audience. So there's 20 votes with one phony one for yes, 16 no, and four for yes. So 16 out of 20 is 80 percent. 80 percent are going to be tuning out. Of course, we have this gigantic, humongous audience. Why would anybody worry about? It? And then, of course, what they would tell us is, yeah, but you're not accounting for these zillions of people who are going to be tuning in. Who is starting to learn that you just wait for that puck to come. You get yourself open, and Stasty will find you. Stasty will get you that puck, and you look. And now this. What word did he just say there? Puck. Our schmuck, I think he said. Well, the guy wanted to hear a little hockey stuff, you know? Peter Stasny. There he goes. I wonder what Geldy thinks about that. We could put on we could put on clips from old hockey games and I think probably have a bigger number. Well, who the hell is that on the Avalanche? Man, oh man, where the hell did he come from? Oh man, those hockey players, look out now! Uh, Arnold, this is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. Here I stand, a naked man in the shower stall, all around the fourth of clouds. some very exciting news for you guys. All right. I think. I think your close personal new friend Chris here on our MySpace is going to get you uh, some food. Late? Oh, uh, food? That's good. I didn't too. say laid. I said some food. Oh, that okay? was a Freudian slip. And if Crystal is listening right now, George's long-suffering wife, don't get me in the middle of this, okay? <laughs> I got nothing to do with this, okay? What's she going <clears> to <throat> do? Bitch more? No, I, you, know, you know something? Today has been, I don't know what it is, if the, maybe the sun is shining or finally we're thawing out a little bit up here, what, what the deal is. My brain finally unsnapped. I, I, you really? know what I mean? In regard to everything, you know, all the things that we talk about all the time and all my psychosis, mm -hmm. everything finally snapped into place. I finally, I'll, I'll tell you in the morning all about it. Excellent. 
I'll tell you and others about it in the morning. Please, I'm finally just, no, I'm serious. I'm just finally, yeah, I am too. I mean, and you and you should have, of all people, you should have, uh, you know, done this a long time ago, but you didn't. But that's all right. You, you like the uh, angst and the drama. Should have done what? It says, awesome, trust me, they will be thanking me when they see her. And I'm, how am I going to get you in touch with him? How do I do that? Tell him to send me a message on MySpace. Oh, yeah, why don't you do, yeah, why, why have I got to be the pimp here, that's huh? That's right. You know, it's hard I mean, out there for a pimp. <laughs> oh, come on. You can do it, Chris. You can find George's... Uh, that, that, I'm right uh, there. Right, I'm one of your top friends. Just click on the picture. My top friends right on the away there. Look for uh, the Bouncing page, Jessica Simpson. There you go. Bouncing Jessica. As George is remembering those days when Jessica was sitting right across the table and he kept reaching under the table and trying to grab a little something-something for himself. <clears throat> Being the lich that he is. You know, she was actually very nice. She was nice. I'm sure she was very nice. I wish Nick would be sitting across the table for me right now. You know, it's interesting. Remember that Alan guy, his mother called at one time, and he started that, the uh, MySpace thing for celebrities or whatever the hell it was. I forget what the name right. of it was. Yeah, whatever it is. And Nick Lachey is one of the people on there. And he said, oh, I'm going to get Nick in touch with you. And then one time I got something uh, from that Alan guy that was kind of like incoherent. didn't make any sense. And it was something about Nick. But it wasn't really Nick. It was some somebody talking. I don't know what it was. And that's well, all I ever got. When you're a big star like Nick, you know, you can't be writing to schleppers. He would write to me. I mean, if Johnny Depp is writing to Johnny G, then certainly Nick is going to write to old... Uh, oh, God! That's for damn sure. I'm trying to come up with my music going to the ball game. Oh, I know what it might be. How about a vocal to step on? Would be good. Al Martino knows. I have but one, one heart. It's so schmaltzy. Speaking of schmaltz, huh? i got to update my Monavani collection. Yeah, there you go. A little amount of honey would be good before the game. Put everybody into a coma. It will be uh, probably about 201 or maybe 131. What is that? Sicilian pastorale. Siciliano. Pastorale siciliani. Isn't this when they were walking around with the sheep and Apollonia and whatnot? Yeah. And bodyguards with the shotguns. I don't know. I'd rather hear that. But that's, you know. Yeah. Or. Da, da, da. This one sounds so much more ominous, you know. Then some remember Ominous uh, Acebo. She used to be the traffic lady at INZ. Ominous. What a memory. Oh, yeah, I like this. But it's very short. It's like George. It's very short. So if I was you, I'd keep your eye peeled for an uh, email from my buddy Chris. Oh, I love this. Now, here's schmaltz, baby. If you want the definition of schmaltz, I'm not talking about schmaltz hearing. Just general, plain old, everyday Yiddish schmaltz. This is it. With a bunch of uh, Sicilians in it. And the Jew from Miami, Hyman Roth. Maybe that's where they got the schmaltz from, all this uh, Italian yeah, stuff was from Hyman Roth. What do you think? Maybe. Or maybe from Ugas. I like how he was kicking back in that chair there in Florida. Hyman Roth, yeah. With a leg up there. Yeah, but then when he took his shirt off in that one scene, he was oh. laying back on the couch. Uh, we don't want to see a 90-year-old man with a hairy, a white-haired chest. Oh, fair. I mean, I don't care of what persuasion you may be. Although Pat Boone said friendly persuasion. Did he? He did. He sang Friendly Persuasion on Dot Records, as a matter of fact. I bet you have that in there. Friendly Persuasion. Although I looking. think you only got Moody River. I like that Moody River. I must confess that back in the day, I loved Pat Boone. Now I hate him like poison because he's a right-wing, religious, phony, hypocritical uh, uh, piece of crap. There you go, Moody River. What I tell you? 1958, 59, somewhere around there. 60. Like I said. 60. One. I was 61, I, sorry. Uh, I was getting up to it. You chopped me short, so to speak. Okay, that's enough. Kill him, man. Pat Boone. 
Pat Boone, who wrote a book, Twist 12 and 20, and don't do this, and don't touch that, and don't think these things. And, man, in the meantime, he was doing everything that moved, Pat Boone. Would like to have done him back then, as a matter of fact, but I can't say that on the air because that sounds very... Yay. 107 at 560 WQM. Junior, honey. minutes after 1 at 560 WQM. We're only 18 minutes away from that big, gigantic UM Maryland ACC tourney. Now, won't that game be on ESPN or something, Chris? Won't it be on TV? Uh, who knows? Come on. Now, let's, you know, that's not a satisfactory answer. I thought you were really turning the corner the other day when you were kissing my ass. I mean, when you were, whatever you were doing. I mean, I can try to find out, but well, I don't I mean, have a sports well, page. You can try to find out. Listen to me. Listen to me. Like Howard Beale would say, listen to me. Television isn't the real truth. Okay, here it is. MiamiHerald.com. See, remember the day that, uh, what's his name, bailed out and left town? I don't know. I just know I won't be watching it or seeing it because I'll be at UM. What do you mean by that? Spring practice football. I have to go down there. Oh, radio host Augustin Tamargo dies. I have no idea who that was. Don't you think we better talk about that? Who? Augustin Tamargo, the gravelly-voiced, fast-talking, Spanish-language radio commentator, known for his passionate, insightful analysis of local politics, Cuba and Castro, died last night of a heart attack. He was 80. Gee, we thought it was Fidel was supposed to die. Tamargo had his own show on Radio Mambi, 710 since 65, when the station premiered. 710. 710 used to be, you can talk to Ken Walden about WGBS. To show you how the demographics of the market have changed, used to be the great WGBS 710. In fact, it's at 710 Brickle Avenue. Are you aware of that? No. Isn't that ironic? There's 710 on the dial. I don't know how the hell they ever swung that. What? Coincidence? Let me get out of here. Coincidence, my ass. My pimply ass. Anyway, he was also a regular on Mesa Revuelta, a roundtable discussion on which the main topic was usually Castro. And Castro is still alive, and now this poor guy, Augustin Tamargo, he's dead. Now, what am I looking for? Sports, okay? I hate to do this on the air, but, I mean, Chris leaves me no choice. You leave me no choice, man. Let's see. Let me go. Here it is. Sports. Sports? Oh, I'm glad I said that. I bet Clarence likes it. Let's see. UM and FSU to go foreign tournament. I need to go foreign tournament. Now, let's see where it says here. This is the Herald to keep in mind, so it might not be easy to figure it out. Where's the thing where it says radio and TV and uh, what's on and et cetera and so on? Can't find it. Oh, God. Let's see. Colleges. UM. Okay. UM, uh, base, UM baseball. We don't care about UM baseball here right now. We're talking about the uh, hoops, man. Hoops. Where the hell is it? Watch. Listen. Think. Hurricanes basketball at a glance in your pants, no chance. Like romance. No, seriously, I just uh, all of a sudden, about ten minutes ago, my brain snapped back into place. My MySpace. No, seriously, my MySpace lunacy just all vanished. I just finally. Wow. I just realized. No, seriously, what? 
people have a life. People live their lives. People are entitled to live their lives. Everybody uh, have a great time. That's my... You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start right now. I don't want to wait 15 minutes. What? To start having a great time. I'm going to line it up right now. Right now, because I'm just faking my way through these final minutes. Uh, I, I can't find it. This newspaper, man, on a scale of zero, what kind of garbage is this? What kind of swill? Like I said, you better find out from somebody if it's on TV. They're not going to tell you. You think they're going to tell you if it's on TV? Like on ESPN? Of course it'll be on uh, somewhere. If it's the ACC tournament, you think that isn't going to be on television somewhere, mister? You must be dreaming. You must be in a dream world. Let's see if I can find it here. You know, I'm going to look for the Sun Sentinel because that's where I found out about, uh, uh, what's his name, Saban leaving? Okay. Remember that day? Uh, yeah, Remember right. that day, we how embarrassing everybody. it was? All of our big hotshot sports people, and I get the scoop on it because it was on the Sunset no, no, website. No, no, Saban no, announces no. he's leaving, okay? New evidence cited in delay of release of autopsy and death of Anna Nicole Smith. We don't care. We don't ever no. want to hear about that slut again. Forget about her. University of Miami, okay? I'm clicking on right now on the Sun uh, Slum Sentinel. ACC hoping Florida fans will take note, it says. Whatever the hell that means. Now, where, let's see, new hurricane coach has got new rules. That's a football. Where the hell is the radio and TV stuff? Where is it? Can't find it. Would somebody please tell us? Please, pretty please. Not inside the building. Uh, can't find it. Can you find it? No. How about the uh, information? I'm looking, I'm looking. I can't, I can't find this. University, I mean, uh, well, that's it. I made my effort. I tried. Sun Sentinel and the Herald can't find it. Sorry. Maybe somebody on the phone will know what you think. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Is that game on TV, do you know? Well, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, two things. Uh, first of all, how was your uh, trip to Woodbine yesterday? Horrible. Awful. Horribly. Just grotesque. Bad. Really bad. No good machines. No good machines for this kid, man. No. Okay. Earlier, before I uh, left my car to go to lunch, you mentioned, oh, my God, my longest radio accident, Bruce oh Williams. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, whatever. It was an accident, all right. Dead? Tuesday. It's Tuesday. He was. He was horrible. He was horrible. I. I used to actually. I have to admit, I had a, a many months radio accident listening to him before I discovered you, and have been a loyal listener ever since. Okay. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. And you too. Have a good life. Here's a fact that says, let me get this straight. I can either listen to Hurricanes basketball on QAM or Sid Rosenstein, Kranzberg, uh, Schwartz on the other station. That's a tough one. I'd rather listen to the sound of nails being scratched on a blackboard. Wow. How do you like that for a real shot? Nails on a blackboard and Sid Rosencrantz Steenberg. Or Hurricanes basketball. Maybe the worst of all. Hey, sounds that you hate. Yeah, I like the sounds of some uh, horrible sporting event preempting the show. Not that I'm complaining. I'm delighted. I can start working on my lunch right there at 1.30. ACC basketball can... tournament will be on FSN. Fox Sports uh, Network will be on television. Of course it'll be on TV. It'll be on TV here even. I could watch it. Do you think I'm going to be watching that crap? No. You bet your sweet life I'm not going to be watching that garbage, man. Clarence my ass with all the... Oh, but the contract says this. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's what the, part of the other additional wonderful stuff in doing these uh, sports teams is that they sign these contracts when if the sports team is like playing outdoor with a bunch of 10-year-old kids and uh, you know the, the game actually means something to them, that we have to carry it on the air. Hey, you're right. They should spot us a point. In the rating. They should spot us 15 points in numbers. If we get a 7 share, they can give us a 22. A 2-2 is what they should give us. Don't forget the trends are coming out tomorrow. What time? 11.30? Yes. 
See, I like to sound all whipped up about this because I know a lot of people out there are very, they, they hate it. I mean, half an hour is the end of the world, but like when the Marlins exhibition game's on 1250, that's two hours and ten minutes that they're losing of this, uh, or an hour and ten. Well, that's not that much either. Although we'll take it. I'm not knocking it. We'll take it. Hour and ten minutes. Where's my... Oh, and don't forget, please, because nobody's going to know this. You're all going to get screwed up Sunday morning. Saturday night, when you go to bed, turn the clock ahead an hour. Daylight savings time comes back early now. They changed the law. Canada, U.S., God only knows where Where else. Newfoundland. Huh? Newfoundland. 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 You know, Newfoundland is an hour and a half ahead of where I am right now. I know. That's why I said that. What's a very half hour? It's the only place in North America that's like an hour Ah, and a half. It's like a half hour of power in Newfoundland. Or some idiots would say Newfoundland. What kind of a moron would say Newfoundland, you know? Newfoundland. Newfoundland. 20 past uh, 1 at QM. We better get with it here because we got that big, big pregame coming up with Clarence the Man, Clarence Darrow. Oh. It's G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. I remember one. There were a lot of people who thought I lost my mind when I said global changes were going to fight. Even polar bears in the Arctic could tell Earth was a warmer place. Hey, watch me dance now. Boom, chugga-lugga-lugga-boom. And I was out there, no speech prepared, and they called my name. They said, Al Gore wins for inconvenient truth. But that feeling of winning does not compare with the feeling of standing next to Leonardo. He's cute. This Oscar's my baby. This Oscar's my baby. This Oscar's my baby. Best documentary. Okay, 125, you're going to be getting an email from uh, our buddy Chris uh, sometime this afternoon. I'll try to push him on it because obviously you're... And he says, you sound like the poster child for not getting married. And I said, you are... Absolutely <laughs> correct, sir. Yeah, Just I wait for the tour. Like I'm doing a little series of lectures. Good idea. Okay, let's uh, take a look at that pool. And then we're going to be out of here pretty soon because we got very, something very muy importante coming up here in a second. What do you miss most about your youth? 1,226 votes. Not too bad for a short show and for a really marginal poll question. Sex with young people my own age, 234. Being irresponsible had no real consequences, 206. My body, 181. Oh, my young, supple body. I never had one. Was it real music, 104. My hair, 84. Being single, 82. American Americans are, were mostly uh, liked abroad, 66. Yeah, they liked us once upon a time in America. Being ignorant, as in ignorance is bliss, oblivious, 51. I hate this poll, 49, 3.9%. Well, too bad. My stamina, 41. Real radio, 37. Being in school, actually learning something, 33. Segregation, 32. Racist bastardos out there. The Cold War, because at least we knew who uh, the enemy was, 15. The Ruskies, communista, communista, communista. And real newspapers, 11. 1226. I guess there are probably a lot of people in South Florida who think they really have real newspapers, to which I would say, oh, yeah, make no mistake about that. So this has been, uh, let's see, we took, uh, we had 20 votes on that in a real quick mini poll. 16 said, well, actually only 19. 16 out of 19 said, are you kidding me? We're going to be listening to that stuff. But it's very important. It's, uh, I don't know why. Don't you think it's important? Mm. I mean, like the regular season games, does anybody go? They built that new arena there. Anybody go to them? No. no. Uh, thousands of empty seats. They needed that arena like they, as my grandmother would say, Dr. Xavier Lachenkopf. You know what that means? That means you need this like a hole in the head. Dr. Xavier Lachenkopf. I'm going to tell you, man, the joy of like Yiddish is, pit, is uh, really great. You know? When's her show start? Yiddish, well, man, we'll dig her up. 
She was a panic. She was really funny. If you think my mother was funny, I my grandma on my imagine. mother's side, Anna Solomon, I told you, their name was right. Udalevich, and they changed it to Solomon because they didn't want to be so conspicuously Jewish. Now, what Every I want to hear... I tell somebody that story, they say, huh, what why? I, and what I want to hear is your mother and your grandmother having an argument. Oh. No, what you want to hear was my mother and my aunt having an argument. Oh, boy. That would really be special. My aunt, the reader, who's still alive, by the way, in Hallandale. And I, you know, I never, ever again, I got that one, no, I think a couple of times, I got an email from my my cousin's kid, mm-hmm. who's like uh, 29 or 30, whatever, right now. About 30, man. Like at Christmas time, and I responded, and he listens, he says he listens with the earphones on, grinning from ear to ear every day, and just uh, really excited about this show and being uh, related to me, although distant, and I never heard from him again. Huh. Maybe you found out you were, you know, Jewish. He, he, believe me, trust me, you think, you think anybody <laughs> listens to this show for five minutes doesn't know I'm gay. Oh, oh we still things. get those calls every now and then. Get out of here. People get still away, ask me. Get away. Somebody just so asked me Miguel the other day. What? Am I gay? really gay. <laughs> Is the Pope circumspect? I mean, what are we talking about here? Am I gay? I don't know. I guess it all depends on what the word means, you know? <laughs> let's, have a, let's have a debate about that. What does it really mean? That's a to good spot to close. Happy and gay. In fact, in... Um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's I right. I was on a couple nights ago, and uh, she said something about, oh, well, that's so gay. You know, I thought, well, that's what all the kids say. It's so gay. Yeah, drinking that potion was kind of gay, too, you know. It's so gay, Dr. Jika. Jika. What happened to Tom Jika, by the way? Did he die and nobody knows about it or what? Anyway, we got UN basketball coming up next from the ACC tournament in Tampa with Clarence and the Beast and Joe Zagaki. Oh, my God. The whole crew needs a personality transplant. Then we got the Hank right after the game till uh, 6.30. Panther preview from 6.30 to 7. The Panthers at the Philadelphia Flyers. In other words, between now until the then it's ESPN Radio after that. In other words, till tomorrow morning. Bye, everybody. To the entire staff and management of WQM, we wish you a pleasant good evening. Bona Santa. I believe in America. Good night, and may the good news be yours, as Ralph Redneck would say if he were here today. Good night. Listen to me. There you go. Six eight seven zero seven seven. What? Yeah, she said Beachwood four five seven eight nine. Oh, look. Oh. Your music isn't fading away, is it? It's one thirty. I know.